Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. Plush Care accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Welcome to episode 134 of See You Next Wednesday, a weekly pop culture and film podcast where a single die roll decides what movies we have to see. This episode drops on Wednesday, October 8th, 2014. My name is Dan Gorman, and what's the definition of albacore? I don't know. know. What you're left with after you've eaten an alba. (laughs) (laughs) Yep, that's my favorite one so far. Uh, you are who? Uh, oh, yeah. I'm Casey Lyons. And um, what's the definition of a bluefish? I don't know. <laughs> a goldfish in the wintertime. Oh, man. Oh, guys, mine sucks. <laughs> Pass it to Greg. I quit. Oh, I was about to. <laughs> I put down the book. I was about to give you my mic. Yeah. <laughs> Pass give, me, the give me both. Jaws yeah. jokes to Greg. Okay, what do we got here? My name is Greg Legrow, and uh, what? What is this? Oh, uh, what is the definition of bonito? I don't know. A former Italian dictator. Uh, <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, oh, okay. Gotcha. Yep. Uh, great. Well, yeah, but what's a bonito anyway? <laughs> is that know. a kind of a fish? Either. No. Jaws jokes is uh, tossing them over the top of our heads yeah, here. Yeah, seriously. Right. Yeah, well. Yeah. Should I just round out the page? Yeah, There's round out the four. page. We've got four left. Uh, or four here, yeah. Uh, get definition of cod. I don't know. Uh, it's what a lot of fishermen worship. Oh, God. I see that. Listen, it sounds like God. Yeah. yeah okay. Oh, yeah. No, I, I get it. <laughs> That's probably not all powerful. No. no. Knowing. Well, no. this Delicious, rounds out another though. chapter of Jaws jokes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the book I found at a uh, uh-huh. flea market or garage sale that we love oh so much. <laughs> what are all... There's so many weird things in here. Oh, there's... Little stories There's all songs. these sketches and stuff. Songs? Really weird. Yeah, I think so. Just, just like random song songs, like is oh, there sheet like, music? Or, well, or maybe just like poetry, um, like oh. "Ode to Pollution." In 1492, no, sing it, sing it. Columbus sailed the ocean blue. When 1999 <laughs> rolls around, Columbus can sail the ocean brown. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't pre-read that. No, I know, but you sang it <laughs> as if you were making it up. Yeah. <laughs> The ocean, uh, brown. <laughs> like you were making some kind of a poop joke yeah. or something. <laughs> okay. That's great. 
Oh, um, wrong. We have a lot to talk about this week. Yes. Two of us went and saw Gone Girl, mm-hmm. and one of us went and saw Left Behind. Uh, <laughs> one of us was Left Behind. In yeah. the movie theater, <laughs> Left Behind. Uh, last week, Casey made Greg and I listen to a Belushi Aykroyd album. Uh, we're going to roll for movies Black for Road. next week. Uh, we're going to do some 90210. Oh, yeah, Relay. I mm-hmm. watched an episode of season two of Beverly yeah. Hills 90210. And then we'll do TV Dad Cage Match at the end of the episode, mm-hmm. as always. Yeah. Um, but first, we'll get into some news. We'll get into some itty bitty tidbit committee. Yeah. Uh, what, things that we watched this week, notable news and such. Yeah. Um, what do you guys got? I don't have anything um, crazy. I will say Video Vengeance off the top. Uh, October 19th at Kitsch yeah. in Toronto. Yeah. We're showing this movie called Wacko on VHS for free. So check it out at facebook.com slash video vengeance. I just watched the movie for the first time today and it is bonkers. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I think I'm going to wait. I yeah, I just I wanted too. to make sure because I was like, what if like like the either like the tape is bad or or even just like there's some crazy it's shit horribly in it. Yeah. <laughs> I just, I want, because I mean, we announced it and I, and I would have probably shown it no matter what was in it, but I would have at least been able to say, okay, everybody. <laughs> there's the, but it's it's um kind of like I was saying to Casey and Greg, it's like a sub airplane kind of comedy. They did a lot of slasher spoofs in the 80s when it was going on. So this is from 82. There was a movie called Pandemonium around the same time with Judge Reinhold and one of the Smothers Brothers. And it's like it's like it's a it's a slasher spoof. And then there's also it was a different time. And there's also uh, like Student Bodies, which was written by like a yeah. Woody Allen cohort and has some moments, too. And this one is, again, like it's like a, a lot of the gags miss so uh, hard. Uh-huh. But some of them I fucking cracked up at. So I like that. Ironically or no, there's some that up. just got me because I'm an idiot. Like, <laughs> yeah, got you right in the idiot. Yeah. Part. So. I, I think it'll be interesting to see how many people laugh at this movie or not. Yeah, fair <laughs> enough. I'm, I'm curious. Yeah. Um, oh, be a lot of collar ringing. <laughs> yeah, I think so. Yeah. Um, oh, and also, if you live in Edmonton, Calgary, or Vancouver, go to ModernSuperior.com right now. We have a uh, contest for tickets to see Whiplash. Um, which is a super buzzed about movie uh, with J.K. Simmons. Yeah, and uh, J.K. Not just kidding, J.K. <laughs> just kidding, Simmons. <laughs> just kidding, Simmons. Uh, <laughs> Totes jokes, Simmons. Totes jokes. How does Isn't anyone it? know if he's being serious or not? <laughs> um, and uh, what's his name from Miles Spectac- Teller? Yeah, Miles Teller. So minorspear.com and enter that. As much as I want to hate that kid, I've liked him so much in a couple of things. I've only yeah. seen the one thing with him, 21 and over or something yeah. like that. And I, That'll you know, make you hate him, though. Yeah, yeah. I, I really hate him. Yeah. <laughs> I think he's horrible. you got to see the spectacular yeah. now. I've been yeah. meaning to, yeah. Yeah, yeah, I, I would like to. Yeah. So what Maybe did what did you guys watch anything? or? Yeah, I watched something. Okay. Uh, I finally saw The Amazing Spider-Man 2. Ooh. Oh, yeah. Now, yeah. yeah, so when I saw that, I was pretty light on it, yeah. but I hadn't... Um, seen what was to come this summer so i feel like if i was to go back now and watch i'd be like well jesus i was light on this movie yeah yeah <laughs> yeah you were very forgiving well i, I was, was like this is forgiving. what i expect from a shitty superhero movie right now but then like guardians came out yeah. and like godzilla came out and all these mm. big movies that i loved came out so what yeah. did you think well i thought it was a terrible piece of shit yeah yeah, no. <laughs> yeah. Um, it's, it's one of those it's really bad yeah <laughs> like, like and long and it's so long incredibly bad all the time uh, yeah i really didn't like anything about that's not true i liked the basic look of his suit although it didn't look like it was in the right movie 
Okay. Um, but I was like, the suit looks cool. I, and I'm, I'm a big fan of Spider-Man. Yeah. So I was like, oh, it really looks like Spider-Man the most so far, I think. Mm-hmm. And they got rid of those silver little shoes he had in the first one and stuff, you know. Uh, <laughs> I still haven't even seen his the first little one. shower slippers. <laughs> yeah. I like those. But that's me. You haven't seen the first one? No. Well, I it's not really second. very good, but compared to this, it's fucking great. Yeah. yeah. This is a mess. A mess of a movie. With it's, it's really awkward. Yeah. The acting is awkward. The script is awkward. You the know tone how it is awkward. You know how generally you go like, uh, you know what? I like that Dane DeHaan. He's all right. Did it make you hate him? <laughs> yeah, he was terrible. He's oh, oh, just want to punch his fucking lolly. Pop head oh, off his body. Man, I've loved him in everything I've seen him in. Yeah. But he's horrible in this, and the way they make him look as the Green Goblin at the end is. Is fucking asinine. Just like. What? He looks Go like. Go get the silly suit that they gave to Willem Dafoe because they didn't know what to do. He looks like the. Um musical theater version of... Oh, uh, God. Uh, yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Turn off the dark. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, that Green Goblin's even better. Because he's got, like, because they do the hair. Yeah, they, what they is make with his, his hair wispy hair? Like, and it looks, like, it looks like he's got, like, baby hair where he doesn't have enough hair in his head <laughs> into his little <laughs> scoop on the back like yeah. he's doing the worst comb-over ever like yeah. this, right, up here? Yeah. Don't look at me. Uh, yeah. Um, super duper bad. And really weird tone how it's all wackadoo and, yeah, like, it's jokey. Too, it's and too many vaudeville. movies. Yeah, yeah. when they're trying to make clearly the darkest Spider-Man story. But it's weird that a, the movie is you have some villain stuff at the beginning and at the end and in the middle there's nothing but Peter Parker. Yeah. Forever. Yeah. It just saddled like oh god. The uh, And I don't like uh, Aunt May in this at all. No. Uh, oh Sally Field. Yeah. Oh. I don't like what she's doing and I don't like their weird quippy relationship. Uh, when they were like arguing about laundry creepy, and stuff. Do you mean flirty? <laughs> it's just all every. I was uncomfortable through the whole thing. It's because he's flirting with his aunt. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and it's like I know she was a nice piece of ass and smoking the bandit. But listen, <laughs> yeah, in, in one movie, yeah, she was acceptably fuckable. Yeah. You know, I'd, I've never called someone a piece of ass before, and it felt disgusting coming out of my mouth. <laughs> it did not fit out of my tongue very well. <laughs> uh, well, you said it. No, well, takes, I know. No takes back. I tried well, it on. Casey uh, won up to you by yeah, I know <laughs> by calling by her saying fuckable. somebody was only one time fuckable. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> that's all that matters. Uh, I thought it would sound funnier that way, and it just made me feel gross. No, anyway, I don't know. Sally Field was hot in Smoking like Bandit, though. I'm just saying. Okay, here's something I want to mention. I feel like Sally Field gets a lot of flag, and I like her in most things that she's in. Mm-hmm. And I have no, I think that she's great yeah. a lot. She's not good in this, though. I know, but like, I feel like a lot of people have been like in the past few years have overall been like Sally Field. Ugh, she's terrible or something. And I don't uh, know. She was it, like the only is thing. It still backlash from the Oscar thing? Maybe. I, I, I think it is. I think that, uh, and it's not even that bad. For me, it's from the Flying Nun. It's like <laughs> well, just I, walk. Even like in something like Lincoln or whatever. I thought that she was the only good part of it, and then I hated that movie. <laughs> yeah. Like I feel yeah, like she was good, a good actor. I like James Spader in it too, though. Yeah. Like, uh, but yeah, I don't know. I feel like there's a weird general backlash about her yeah, like, no, there is. acting People, abilities. And I, yeah. I think I, I overall, I like her mm-hmm. in most things that she's in, even when they're shitty movies. Yeah. Well, I yeah. don't like her as Aunt May, though. No. It doesn't work for me. Uh, yeah. But, 
She's not a hot enough piece of ass for you? Uh, is that what it is? It. I should have just let it go. Yeah. anything. Yeah, because now I'm not going to let it go. That's what you did here. I still like, I hope uh, you're happy. Now, again, the guy who was like, she was only fuckable once isn't going to let it go that you offhandedly called her. You offhandedly called her like a piece of ass. Piece what of I, yeah, yeah, yeah. She's not fuckable. What I did was satire. What Craig uh, did was objectification. Uh, Christ. Um, where? are we what's happening Spider-Man two. it went off the, the, the rails real yeah, quick no, spider-man 2 is <laughs> like, not a good movie it's too many it's a movies mess. it's a fucking mess I feel mark like webb the, doesn't know what the yeah. fuck he's doing that guy need they need to get rid of him yeah you know, they have him signed for three he was supposed mistake. to come out in 2018 which is ridiculous because they're gonna try and make the sinister six which well, now i'm like is the stupidest idea and why is everything coming from one corporation is everyone gonna go get a job at oscorp and become a supervillain because it's the stupidest thing i've ever heard <laughs> yeah like, uh, because they have uh, Dr. Octopus's yeah. arms there. They have the vulture's wings there. Which, for, for me, honestly, that was the only thing about that movie that I liked. Only because I, you saw the iconography. And for some reason, I really liked the vulture. That was one of my favorite characters. Yeah, yeah. And Rhino. Uh, um, so just seeing those, I was like, oh, cool. Like, yeah, yeah, inset yeah. It's characters Rhino, I like. though, which is not really, like... You know, yeah, no, because he's in like a big tank. Yeah, thing. yeah, that's what it's Just like. Dumb in as fuck. Ultimate Spider-Man, the alternate. Yeah, I wanted him stuff. in like the gray suit. Yeah, man, with like the little face cut out, yeah, like he's wearing that? jammies. Yeah, <laughs> I feel like by putting the movie so far away, maybe they're just like, maybe I won't forget about how bad this one was. Yeah. <laughs> I, for by some that reason, point. I had heard that they that they canceled the Sinister Six thing indefinitely, and then I read uh, uh, recently that yeah. it was back on. Yeah, it's still going. And, yeah, it's just a, a gross movie, and I really hate Andrew Garfield as Spider-Man now. Yeah, me too. Um, I, I enjoyed him in the first one. I thought he had the right kind. He looked like Peter to me. Uh, but now, like, his... There's something about his posture when he's in the Spider-Man suit and the trying to be funny, yeah. quippy like Spider-Man. It doesn't work coming out of him. Smarmy. Yeah, and yeah. the whole don't call me late for dinner thing was just like... Yeah. Oh, my God. I liked it. <laughs> <laughs> I thought that some of the stuff with him, like, flying around, I thought was the closest that they've got to, like, a good Spider-Man action scene, but I felt like yeah, a lot of it I'll... was bad. Like, a lot of it was unmemorable action. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, I don't... And it just... The ADR feeling of all of his lines mm-hmm. were really... I think they pushed it a little too far. They really did. Yeah. This is a big pile of shit. <laughs> I just wish they would not make uh, any more from this franchise and just uh, say goodnight and then wait a few years, a proper amount of years, to restart with Spider-Man because yeah. they are fucking and then, doing you know what? They'll, they'll like, what just if they like, com- built it into the whole, into the whole Marvel thing? Yeah, like, yeah, because they're it gonna, feels... They're just going to wait like X amount oh, of years and do thing, another right? fucking yeah. uh, origin story. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Or they'll Sony make a fucking never gonna let this thing go. TV show that yeah. is an origin they story. They can't, it's all they have. Yeah. Just, ugh. I mean, yeah, Marvel almost going bankrupt was just the worst thing when they had to sell all this shit off all yeah. over the fucking place. No. What a bummer. No, I think I feel like the whole like um yeah, like the, if they try and do it again, I feel like they'll just try and do another origin story or something. Of course. Like, oh yeah. Like they'll know. they'll get a new actor to do it. Like uh, somebody tweeted out, I, I loved this. It was about Batman, but I think I felt like it was really good. Somebody tweeted like, you know, I really love Batman, but I just wish somebody would tackle his origin story already. <laughs> just like, <laughs> just like, how many times are these superheroes going to get rebooted? Like, yeah. and maybe yeah. that's why you know when they didn't know how, they were afraid to really go too in depth with superhero movies and Tim Burton's Batman in '89. That's, there's no origin story. You get a flashback of like, oh, yeah, we all know that this yeah. happened because like, you all know. Yeah. And that's you just jump in. In the first scene, he's already Batman. Yeah. yeah. And that's pretty great. Nothing against Batman Begins. That movie's fucking awesome, and I'm glad they did that. It was a good way to separate from the previous franchise. But 
I mean, that's. I feel like if they're going to do Spider-Man again or start over with any of this, these things, just jump in. We all know. Yeah. You know, Peter. Yeah. You know, Peter's uncle died in the spider thing. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Peter's uncle died. Spider thing. Bam. <laughs> Movie. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, speaking of, uh, and his aunt is a real piece of ass. <laughs> <laughs> She's a real, a fuckable piece of ass. Let's just get that out. Of oh the way. God. <laughs> What were you moving then, on to, Casey? <laughs> <laughs> what were you changing the subject to, Casey? Uh, actually, I'm not uh, changing the subject. I'm diverting slightly. Speaking of Batman's origin story, I watched one and a half episodes of Gotham. Oh, oh yeah. 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 That doesn't look like a good show to me. Yeah, the thing about it is it's not. <laughs> yeah. Uh, it's not a good show. It's um, watchable. Uh, the acting is all terrible, as is the script. Uh, uh, Jada Pinkett Smith, Pink uh. Pink. <laughs> I, I could not figure out if I said that right. Jada Pinkett Smith, 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 Uh, uh, is. I mean, I've never found her to be that great of an actress. I can't think of one thing where I was like, you know what, she nailed that. Um, I can't she's think of anything else Demon she Knight. was Demon in. Demon Knight, I was just yeah, thinking she's that, awesome yeah. in that. But she doesn't have that much to do. Whatever, like, she's the fucking, she's the, yeah, she's, she's like the, the, she, uh, the catalyst. Hero, yeah. She's the hero. You know what, I remember everybody else. I remember William Sadler. I remember uh, uh, Thomas Hayden Church. Yep. I remember CCH yeah. Pounder. I Sounds like you don't think she's fuckable enough. <laughs> <laughs> she's not as fuckable as CCH Pounder. But that may be the name. I don't know. But, uh, but. Oh, she's great in it. Uh, eh. Is she not very good in Gotham then, or no? She's really hammy and like uh, and superfluous, I guess. Who's she supposed to be in it? Is she because I know they got like a penguin guy in there. They do have the penguin guy. Yeah. He's oh, everyone's like, oh my god, he's perfectly cast. And I'm like, well, yeah, because he looks like a penguin. <laughs> but otherwise, he's Look, just he's penguin like is the worst. He's like if Alan Cumming was mugging way too much. <laughs> That's what this fucking guy is. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and she's playing a character who's like a, a mafia level person somehow yeah. named Fish Mooney. Is that a person from Batman? Fish Mooney? I don't Fish know. Fish Mooney. <laughs> Fish Mooney. I feel like they're, they're just parts. making things up to see what they can pull over on. Yeah, that's what it, that's kind of what it feels like. But it's not ringing a bell for me, honestly. Yeah. Oh, I've been a Fish Mooney fan since issue uh, 328. <laughs> Big Fish Mooney guy. <laughs> um, <clears throat> but, uh, but yeah, so skip that. Yeah, okay. there's, a, there's a really good Mamo episode about it. Uh, yeah. Oh, oh yeah, yeah. yeah Matt, Matt Brown talked about it because he watched a couple episodes, and right. he, he wrote a big piece about like why are we so obsessed with the things that happened before the interesting things? Like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, well, I don't think we are obsessed with it. I no, just think that on, I think that executives ideas. think yeah, yeah. that yeah. it's a good idea. Well, go listen to that Patton Oswalt thing about Star Wars, and yeah, like he, he, that sums it up perfectly. Yeah. Oh, his, the his like uh, Parks and Rec diatribe. No, 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 no. Where he's talking about like, hey, you like Darth Vader? Yeah, yeah. Of course I do. Mm -hmm. Well, do you want to see him as a kid? Um, no. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, it's great. It's like a 10-minute bit, and it's fucking amazing. Yeah. yeah. But that sums up, like, I think, about how, how we all feel, because no one wants to see this. No. I don't want to see Commissioner Gordon not look like Commissioner Gordon. Yeah. He doesn't even have the mustache well, and the glasses. From what they were saying, no. it's a lot of like, oh, look, she's buying milk for her cats, and she's going to be Catwoman later. Like, isn't that funny? Wink, wink. It, it and totally it's like, is. And uh, it, I don't care. It's going to be all. Like, this series can be nothing other than... 
all wink wink and no payoff. Yeah. Like, oh, is this guy the Joker? I don't know. This guy might be the Joker. <laughs> uh, well, you're never going to see the Yuck. Joker. Yeah. And they've yeah. got a little kid Bruce Wayne running around too, right? Oh, my God. I don't want to this... see that either. Oh, and he's terrible. Sure. Like, he's... I saw that scene in the trailer where he's like, his parents died, and he's like, yeah. They, like, I don't know if that sound is a child screaming, but it's it sounds like some kind of cat rape or something. It's really unpleasant sound. Your cat looked at you and you said that. <laughs> yeah, he knows what's up. Um, he's still looking at me like, take it back. All right, it didn't mean it. Christ. Um, what but, else? Anything? Yeah, uh, I saw I saw something really good. Oh yeah, you got to talk about that. I oh, saw a right. two part really good thing. Right, right. I saw a documentary called Harmontown. Mm-hmm. Which uh, is a fucking fantastic documentary. It's by uh, uh, oh lord, what's his name? Um, it's by a documentary filmmaker <laughs> <laughs> who does have a name. Yeah, I'll he get made, it. Uh, he made the Wayne White documentary uh, "Beauty Is Embarrassing." Yeah, which is another yeah. really great documentary that you should check out because it's just this guy's really good at making um, documentaries about people you just want to love. Neil Berkeley. Neil Berkeley. Um, this one's a little bit darker because, of course, Dan Harmon is a bit of a darker figure. Right. Uh, so I watched that documentary. So see that. It's really great. I mean, it's nothing you don't know about the whole Dan Harmon thing, unless right. you don't know that much about it. Sure. In which case, it's a really um, interesting uh, story. Yeah. Like this guy that everybody loves and everybody wants to work with, but he's so impossible that you can't work with him. Yeah. <laughs> um, I didn't know. I don't know why I didn't know, but that I've been listening to This Feels Terrible for a long time. I didn't know that he they were dating Aaron yeah, McGathy. Yeah, well, yeah, yeah, that's uh, 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 Aaron McGathy. She's yeah. on... Um, She's on the show uh, on Harmontown, okay, a lot, and they're actually engaged. They'll be yeah, married yeah. soon. Uh, and then, so I, I saw that. It's a great documentary. Check it out. Uh, and then uh, after that, at the uh, the Bloor Cinema, they had a live taping of Harmontown. Awesome. Of the the do- is the uh, episode out yet or? Uh, I like, don't know. Actually, okay. I haven't checked because I want to listen to it. Uh, yeah, it's uh, uh, it's great. It. Uh, Dan Harmon got really drunk. Oh yeah, <laughs> um, that's not a that's not um out of the ordinary. Though, oh no, that's something that happens show? on yeah. Harmon Town. Like yeah. that's yeah. he's probably gonna get drunk. There are episodes where he doesn't get drunk. Yeah, sure. there's episodes where he gets very drunk. <laughs> uh, this was an episode where he brought up a um uh, a friend of his from I want to say Chicago, uh, but I I know that's not right. Uh, I just think when I think American city, I just mm-hmm. think I don't know Chicago, whatever. Um, <laughs> not to discount uh, anyway. Yeah, <laughs> I've had a lot of coffee already. Why not some St. Louis? Yeah, uh, huh? all right, fine. This person was from St. Louis, Craig. <laughs> Jesus, uh, Akron. Uh, it was a uh, a friend of his or or somebody that he'd met who was a Harmontown fan who was a transgendered uh, male becoming female. Identified as female, mm. uh, but uh, so they, they that was like a large chunk of the show that they talked about uh, that sort of brought down the comedy of it. Yeah, uh, it was a poignant kind of conversation, um, we, which was actually kind of cool because Harmontown is usually very comedy centric. Mm-hmm. Right. Uh, but uh, but this person, this person, she identifies as a woman. She uh, makes moonshine. Oh. And brought a whole bunch of moonshine and oh, cool. fed it to Dan Harmon, <laughs> which made the show go three hours <laughs> because he was so drunk. Um, but uh, yeah, the guest comptroller Jeff Davis wasn't there, so the guest comptroller was Bobcat Goldthwait, awesome, which was fucking awesome. I honestly, I don't think I've ever seen him be funnier. 
Yeah. Like, it's when so he great was here to he's do, still uh, fucking so great. Yeah, he did, like, a Q&A for Willow Creek last year at After Dark Film Festival, and he just, like, basically got up and, like, just said a bunch of amazing, funny things. Like, he, gen- it was just like, oh, you're basically just doing stand-up. Yeah. Like, yeah. Yeah, and that's the thing, but I, I feel like that's just the way he talks. Yeah. You know, like, um, they did, they did sort of, like, the uh, obligatory... Hey, so what do you think about Canada? Aren't Canadians great because of this kind yeah. of thing? Like, it's mm. just that kind of pandering thing that I think Americans. I, I think, think they like. <laughs> like, like I think they want to do it because I do think that people genuinely like coming to Toronto. Yeah, yeah, for sure. I just think that they don't know how to be cool about it. Yeah. <laughs> um, We're just glad you came. Uh, yeah, yeah, exactly. Like, yeah. We'll it's nice anything. to have something to see. Yeah. Um, but uh, but actually, it was very heartfelt. It was very nice. So, uh, cool, so yeah, cool. check out that episode because yeah, yeah. it was a, it was a pretty fucking mind blowing thing to see. Nice. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I got to listen to that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm. You watch anything else? Uh, I don't know, probably, but let's talk about uh, new Twin Peaks coming. Oh, yeah, Twin Peaks. Holy moly. The fuck? The fuck? The fuck, (laughs) you guys. Oh, boy. I just finished watching, like, re-watching Twin Peaks uh, um, last winter, I think. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) And you hated it. (laughs) Yeah. Mm -mm. No, I mean, that's one of my favorite things. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I had started it up sometime around then, too, but I didn't follow through and finish it. But now I'm definitely going to go through it all again. You gotta. Yeah, yeah. First, the two tweets from uh, Lynch and Frost. Uh, yeah, that, yeah. That, 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 that style gum of gum you like, like is coming, coming back in style, style which is so fucking oh awesome. That's, that's wicked. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, who knows yeah. what the storyline's going to be, or if it's just the town, or what the fuck, yeah. or bringing I lo- back familiar characters. I mean, it's been 25 yeah, but, years. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, I, I like that generally, from what I've seen online, it's been mostly positivity about bringing back Twin Peaks because I yeah. feel like a lot of people in like reboot culture, remake culture get caught up about being like, no, yeah. something that I loved is coming back. They'll yeah. ruin it. And like, yeah. whatever. Well, it's just there, there was never enough of it. Yeah. It a problem, yeah. right? That's what everyone felt like. And so. also, uh, because it is David Lynch. Yeah. Yeah. Like, I, I feel like it's like, okay, well, cool. Like, I mean, yeah. yeah. You want to do it's it not your like way. he's sold out and become something else instead. Yeah. Yeah. yeah like exactly. He's like, like, less crazy now. No. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, uh, that's exciting. Nine episodes already from Showcase, as mm-hmm. far as I understand. Yeah. 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 Well, hot diggity dog. That's awesome. Totally. And it's, mm-hmm. and it's Showcase. It's not Network. So, I mean, uh, I imagine it's going to get. Crazy, yeah. It can only get darker and like more. I mean, because if you've seen Firewalk with me, which is a fucking awesome movie, mm-hmm. uh, you know that's everything they couldn't do on the show. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and and it's you know pretty fucked up. So I imagine it being on Showtime is it's yeah. gonna follow that tone. Yeah, probably. <laughs> uh, and I'm, I mean, oh, who knows? I mean, I mean, everyone, no one liked. Well, not no one, but people. Uh, Firewalk with me was not well received, nor did it do well at the box office. Yeah. Which was is a see, bummer. Was it's it season awesome. two yeah, also that really people awesome. seem to like not like as much or whatever? Uh, yeah, yeah. I, I don't know. I feel like I was too young. Like I, I, well, I when you know... right into it, like people who love it loved all of it. Yeah, yeah. but the general kind of like you know uh, uh, general population consensus was like got weird in the second season. I yeah. like the movie. <laughs> got it, weird. It didn't tie things up the way I thought it. Would yeah, be, yeah. Or a way that I could understand. Who's Bob? <laughs> <laughs> People by the end of it were still like, yeah, but who's Bob? <laughs> oh, yug. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, I read. Uh, I tell you what, though. I'm going to be righteously angry if they change that theme song at all. Oh, the, there's no way. Yeah. There's no way they can. No. Oh, man, if they do. Is Julie Cruz still alive? They she might. Must be. Um, Can't. It's the best theme song. 
I read uh, I read David Lynch uh, had said something to Ray Wise like it was you know how when the the Blu-rays came out there was like a reunion kind of thing yeah mm-hmm. they were talking about it then and David well they Lynch, released those Blu-rays they were like finally everything complete forever and it's yeah. like oh wait no <laughs> yeah. mm-hmm. uh, but like David Lynch had said to Ray Wise he was like uh, yeah you know we're we're redoing it and you're dead but I don't know we'll work around that yeah. <laughs> that's <laughs> awesome Ray Wise is the best yeah. oh my god I, again that's one of those things how do you do it without Ray Wise yeah yeah Maybe um, he'll become a Bob figure. Sure. Bow, 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 bow. All kinds. <laughs> I don't know why. I've had a lot of coffee. Uh-huh. Uh, uh. Um, is there anything else? I don't know. Yeah. I'm, I'm good. I feel like I saw something. I don't, uh, who knows? Yeah. <sighs> who knows? Well, we did see something <laughs> that we'll have to talk about in Film Roulette. Oh, I see. Uh, Should we get it? Yeah. Yeah. Should we go? We Before can. we go. How will people hear it? You got to go to tweakedaudio.com and enter the offer code SYNWPC and get yourself a new uh, set of headphones. That's right. If you enter that code SYNWPC, you will get 33% off free shipping. And I always forget to say this, lifetime warranty. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So if you uh, have a, a, can, a cat like Frank, a little asshole cat that likes to uh, slash all your stuff up, yeah, I'm sure that's probably covered, I hope. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't read it. I'm just assuming. <laughs> you are quite an advertiser, Dan Corman. Yeah, yeah hey. they, they are good headphones. Not not just because we're so I use them. Yeah, I have some. They're nice. Yeah, but they're that that like flat uh, yeah. cord, so they so don't tangle. They yeah. don't tangle. Yeah, yeah. it's fucking great. Totally. Yeah, it is great. Because yeah. I keep I keep them in my pocket, like just so whenever I need to walk around, and yeah, yeah I'm always pulling out other headphones, just in a fucking ball of twine. Like, <laughs> so well, yeah, you got to keep stop all those in your pockets. Your yeah. Okay, yeah, in your pockets. Well, where am I going to keep all my twine <laughs> with my headphones, <laughs> along with my stray hair that falls out of my head? <laughs> It's all part of it's my headphone twine of, hair collection. Of a rich tapestry of things I collect in my pocket. <laughs> now I don't have to worry about it because I went to Week Audio. I entered SYNWPC and I got these headphones. Very good. And I'm going to use them to listen to Film Roulette. Yes. <laughs> Film Roulette is our weekly segment where the three of us roll a die and the two high rollers get to go see something good. This week, Greg and I went and saw Gone Girl, but the loser has to go see something that looks crazy. Uh, Casey went and saw Left Behind. Oh, it doesn't just look crazy. Uh, (laughs) But the loser gets to give the winners an album to listen to for the rest of the week. Last week, Casey gave Greg and I a Dan Aykroyd Belushi joint. Uh, Jim. Jim Belushi. Mm. So we'll be listening to that and then we will roll for next week's movies. Yeah. That's how we do it. Uh-huh. Um, so as I mentioned, Greg and I, hotly anticipated film. Yeah. Um, this has been on everyone's radar, Gone Girl, obviously, David Fincher, yeah. written by Gillian Flynn, yeah. adapting her novel, starring Ben Affleck, Tyler Rosamund Perry. Park, Tyler Perry, uh, Neil Patrick Harris, Tyler Perry, Tyler Perry, Tyler Perry, <laughs> Patrick Fugit, and, and more. Tyler Perry. Um, so IMDb describes this. As, with his wife's disappearance having become the focus of an intense media circus, a man sees the spotlight turned on him when it's suspected that he may not be innocent. Greg, you have read the book. I have read the book. And now you have seen the movie. It's true. I have not read the book. Right. Uh, Is the book uh, based on uh, the Scott Peterson, Lacey P... Like, is that... Kind of the the thing. Have you seen a picture of Scott Peterson? Huh? Looks an awful lot like Ben Affleck. Hmm. All huh. I'm saying. Ah. I don't know. 
Yeah, I don't know. Unbeknownst so. to me. No. Yeah. I don't think so. Um, uh, so, yeah, I read, I, 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 I don't, before I say anything, mm-hmm. because I've, I've read the book first and if, like a few weeks ago, so it was super duper fresh in my mind, I would like to hear from you okay. first on just like the yeah. raw experience of the Yeah, and, film. and also obviously because this is such like a hot button movie for spoilers and stuff, right. we can't, I feel like it's so, almost impossible to have a real conversation about this yeah. movie in terms of so like what's warned, going on in it. We won't drop I don't bomb think we'll shells, talk, but no. just if but you're, it, if you if you want to avoid things, just yeah. skip ahead about seven minutes. I don't think I we'll, can't. I don't think we won't spoil anything. I'm just saying that it's it's really hard yeah. to talk about a movie like this and just be like, well, I liked it and it had great cinematography. Sure, like sure. there's so much going on yeah. in this movie, it's hard to kind of have a discussion about it. And yeah. I think we should try. But sure. I mean, I, this is a movie where people are going to be walking out and they're going to go and have like a two hour converse, conversation. Uh, yes, about it. you know what I mean. And I I the the movie ended. And I was like, I don't know how I feel about this. I feel so many complicated things. I I loved it as a piece of sort of like Verhoeven-esque, trashy thriller, kind mm-hmm. of like wow. uh, like entertaining craziness. Yeah. I'm surprised and by by the Verhoeven-esque. Oh, it's uh, kind of quality. yeah. There's some some uh, some parallels to be made. No, well, there's just parallels to be made in terms of like the kind of movie this is. I'll say that. Right. <laughs> and and and. But like I, you know, obviously it's David Fincher. I, he's pulled back a little bit on sort of like the style, but for a purpose. Mm-hmm. I think it serves the movie well. Everyone in it's really great. But I, when it ended, I wasn't blown away. But I was also like, I gotta sift through this movie, like yeah. in my mind. Right. But I think I really, really, really liked it a lot. I think yeah. I thought it was fantastic. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but it's hard. It's hard because yeah. there's so much. Especially well, it's a lot you know, of different. It's a things. lot of different things. Yeah. And there and, uh, it's and so not, is the book. And it's not a movie that you can be like, okay, you know, like this movie's about that. It's like, okay, well, there's a whole layer of like the media thing and yeah. like there's a whole layer of like how people manipulate themselves to, to show other people, you know, mm-hmm. in like a case like this and you want the public to like you even though they might hate you. There's all that stuff. And then there's also like all this other stuff underneath that and other things underneath that. And it's just kind of right. like, it's not a movie where it's just like, anyway, this is my point. It's kind of just like a fucking mix of all this yeah. stuff. And I did kind of feel like, oh, I got to go like sift through my thoughts. For sure. <laughs> yeah. For sure. Um, so, yeah, I, I really liked the book. I, it was, I blew through it. It was an excellent yeah. read. Really uh, fast paced. And um, so it was really bizarre to see this, like, because uh, mm, it's hard to talk about. Yeah. <laughs> and I've, just, yeah. To see this kind of story uh this quickly after reading the book was really kind of hard i need i need to watch this movie again yeah. before i know it's, what kind of movie it is because the to- the different tones that the movie takes at different times were unexpected for me but they are th- necessary when adapting mm-hmm. a book to, you gotta you gotta make changes yeah and so i get it like, like oh well, obviously you have to kind of take this tone with it but there was it was much funnier than i thought it would be yeah darkly funny darkly but funny it's, it's a it's a funnier you know when fincher does like or like fight clubs kind of a funny yeah. movie you know it's all fucked yeah. up but it's pretty funny too totally and i think and the their thing comes out there yeah yeah because it's kind of there's a lot of funny moments where it's not necessarily like something really funny is happening it's the opposite yeah Yeah. like when somebody shows up or something you go oh fuck like this is happening yeah yeah you know what i mean like it's funny in like oh shit this is happening not like oh somebody made a joke or whatever although there are some lines and stuff of course but yeah Yeah. it's kind of funny fun not funny things become funny in the way that they like abruptly happen or like are introduced into the plot and so i i Ultimately, I did enjoy it. Yeah. And I think, like, you know, everyone was pretty well cast. 
Uh, I think Neil Patrick Harris was excellent. Yeah. He was the one I felt like there was maybe the most amount of pressure on because it is a very important character in the book. It's it's a little bigger in the book. Yeah. But, uh, you know, he's had a huge turnaround in his career since being Doogie Howser. Yeah. You know, and he's really put something together. So this is a big... This is a big movie. This is a David Fincher yeah. movie. This yeah. is, you know, he was super creepy. Yeah, he's <laughs> he fucking excellent. He, he really it. hasn't uh, sort of uh, uh, weirdly. Film is what made him uh, huge again, which yeah. was like that uh, Harold and Kumar, Harold and Kumar yeah. do some stuff, and and, uh, and and but aside from that, he really hasn't worked in film that much. No, no. So th- I feel like there was a certain amount of pressure on him to yeah, deliver. Yeah, sure. and he do really you think did. this is gonna? Yeah. Put him there. I th- I think it's a different way of looking at him. Absolutely. Yeah. I mean, I after the end of that fucking sitcom. Yeah. Uh, Hopefully he doesn't get typecast in like kind of creepy roles or whatever. Right. Because, right. Yeah. But he, he nails it. Yeah. No. Yeah. He's excellent. Uh, Rosamund Pike is. I, I wasn't too sure about her after reading the yeah. book. She's. It's not. I have nothing with uh, against her as an actress or anything like that. But she just wasn't one, what I was picturing in my head. Yeah. Uh, for Amy, but she great. Really good. Ben Affleck, really good. Uh, I don't think there was anybody. Even Tyler Perry's good in it. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, yeah. 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 Although <laughs> I know he I, didn't read the script. I find or the book, it. Or know who yeah. David Fincher is. Or Ben Affleck. Or I what's find the thing I'm talking about? Really who are you? <laughs> I find it really hard to believe that, like, the amount of stuff in this movie that like the amount of scenes that he's in yeah. saying the things that he's yeah, saying yeah right that's what I was trying like, to figure out it's too. like how like, did you not understand like he's coaching Ben Affleck yeah. to like you know this is what you have to be like if you want to win over the public and stuff and it's like you know like it's all there even if you only <laughs> read your scenes yeah. you still understand what's going on like yeah, there's no way that you can just say like I didn't know um, <laughs> I don't have anything in front of me what's her name uh, she's being lost she plays uh, Detective Boney um, oh uh, fuck! Um, boy, is she great. Evangeline I, Lilly. Uh, 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 Kim Dickens. Kim Dickens. Yeah, very, very good. Really good. And again, Patrick Fugge making really smart choices, taking totally. small roles. He's in great movies. in this too. Boy, is that kid a good actor? Yeah. Uh, is he really? Yeah. I don't yeah. think I've seen him in anything except for uh, Almost Famous. Sure. Uh, he's uh, yeah. He's making. He's doing like a smart Kevin Bacon kind of thing. Like yeah. Take a bunch of small character roles for a long time, and then eventually you'll. It'll just be someone who works forever, and, you mm-hmm. know, and yeah. the work is dancing good. And, and you and you got to because you have to really flex your acting muscles to get these side characters to pop and yes. be memorable, right? Right. And yeah. That's how Kevin Bacon carved out a, a second career for himself. Not a second career, but a second chance at it. Yeah. Uh, no, and he does it like he, he doesn't have a lot of dialogue. It's no. all those kind of just like quippy things. Yeah. But he makes it come from a character absolutely it's not, he's not just standing there being like oh, and how about that or whatever he's actually yeah. saying something with in a way that makes you believe that like well that's a person <laughs> mm-hmm. for sure yeah um now the hardest thing for me to judge about this movie for how it's going to come across as far as everything being said that needs to be said about why this story is cool uh or interesting is this the book is told uh in first person narrative from uh ben affleck's character nick and Rosamund Pike's character, uh, Amy. Yeah. Chapter by chapter, back and forth. Okay. His perspective, her perspective yeah. in different times. So you really, you're inside of his head for most of yeah. the direct narrative of the story. And uh, it, it's a fascinating way to look at the story. And I feel like that is not fully expressed here to know a lot of the stuff about him. But I don't know if it's really... If you if you can really glean what's happening with that character, what he's all about from Affleck's performance, again, I think it's really good. But I know what's I know what's going on under the surface because of the book. Because the book, but I don't know if it's displayed properly. Yeah, 
I've heard that from people that have read the book because apparently there's like a few key things that happen in the book that they don't do in the movie that wouldn't have taken a long time but aren't yeah. there to like really solidify things about yeah, that Yeah, they did character. chop quite a bit out or condense some stuff and I think they did a pretty good job of it. But honestly, like the the detailed things and the pressure, the mounting pressure in the book uh, is fucking fascinating and i kind of feel like i'm like fincher did a great job and this cast is excellent but i'm like this might have been more well served as like a one-off nine episode mm-hmm. series on hbo there's just so or much showcase to... or something like that like because uh, the the writing is fucking smart and cracking it's and there's cliffhanger after cl- it's a hard book to put down because every chapter ends with like a yeah oh shit <laughs> <laughs> and that makes for excellent television so i feel like you probably could have gone more in depth in depth with these very troubled characters because this yeah. is really a, a big i mean it's it's a it's a uh, it's a destructive marriage yes but it's like a marriage is a, dra- a drop back for examining two different psyches yes you know yeah um, which is and i think like there's been a lot of discussion um in the wake of this movie coming out about like is this a feminist film is it misogynistic because uh-huh. the movie does take a turn and you are, and it does kind of there were moments in this movie where i was like whoa like what is this saying here yeah. and what's it saying there and stuff yeah does um, that feel intentional like yeah. that it that it, like because from from the sound of it it sets itself up both book and movie as being he he said she said sort of thing mm-hmm. so i mean a movie that could dualistically be uh misogynistic and feminist at the same time is kind of an interesting yeah, yeah. and it, and it sounds of, like something that david fincher would try yeah and it yeah. does walk that line well again I, I have trouble seeing if from the movie because right because i know yeah. what I, what everyone's intention totally is. and i <laughs> yeah. and you know what and i understand because that i think that's what kind of left me with that whole like i need to go and i need to like think about it yeah, and i yeah. need to like now there's there's a piece on a website called vox vox it mm-hmm. has kind of a sensationalist title it's like um, David Fincher's Gone Girl is the most feminist film of the year or whatever but it has like a really detailed breakdown even in the visual language of this movie mm-hmm. about how it's a, str- a struggle for the center of the frame and they it, like it's keeping him in the f- in the frame for the center and they're like battling over the frames and stuff yeah. and, and also sort of like where the characters are coming from it's a fucking really really cool detailed read into the movie that like really like went into some stuff that i would needed to read yeah i needed sure. to like go read and see like what are how are people taking this movie and and it made me be like oh shit like i think this movie's pretty brilliant whereas yeah. when i left the movie theater i was like wow like i just felt like kind of stunned yeah didn't know how to even process it yeah yeah and i, I need to see it again because while i was watching it i'm just like i know again i just read this yeah book. you know i finished it a week and a half ago or something like that so uh, I knew just every moment, and I, I'm like too close to two mediums, so I need to. But I did find today I was going back on the movie a lot more than I thought I would because I was kind of unaffected by any emotion in it while I was watching it. But then, yeah. like putting you know some visualization to some of those scenes, I'm like, well, that's really good, and I, I really think it was cast quite well. Um, and there's just like from some of the characters that are much bigger in the book, there was some smart. It's really well cast. Smart yeah. acting tells a lot of stories without any dialogue or background. Like the, yeah. the, the guy who plays the dad, Amy's dad in this, I can't remember his name. Doesn't matter. Don't worry about it. <laughs> Character actor, you'll recognize. Yeah, him. Like, yeah. Oh, he's been in a thousand things. He was in the thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, John Carpenter's the thing. Uh, he's been in all, a thousand things. When they're but all, the thing. yeah. <laughs> when they're all tied to the couch, he's the one who's the thing. Yeah, the yeah. Test scene. That oh guy. yeah, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's a good character great, actor, yeah. and uh, he uh, the, the the character in the book, the father, is very touchy feely, 
and is very much about uh, always being like uh, you get the perspective from other people viewing him, mm-hmm. how, you know, from Amy or Nick talking about what he's like. Like he's always in contact with his wife and there's a lot of like gentle stroking and stuff like that. So he doesn't have as many scenes clearly because it's a movie, so it's condensed. But he did a really good job of being physical in all the scenes where I yeah. notice it, I'm like, yeah, right on. That tells me a lot about that guy. Or every time he embraces somebody, puts his arm around somebody, he makes this little like quiet grunt. Yeah. And you know, if somebody's like, mm, yeah, like, yeah, feel my hug. <laughs> like, That's pretty good, man. That's making a lot out of, he read the book. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, you know, right. bothered, you know. So that's cool. Or the or Fincher just knew what to tell somebody. Yeah. Either way, it's good. <laughs> it's really good filmmaking, and it's a fucking you know, it's a hard book to adapt. If you read the book, which I suggest you do, uh, before or after, whatever you want to do. But uh, even I don't think it'll take anything away from it to read it because you'll really no, get this extra it, yeah. layer. Like, whoa, look at this shit. Of course, that makes a lot of sense. Yeah. Um, but it's it's incredibly hard to adapt because it's such a uh, inner monologue. Yeah fucking book um here's a question for you and anyone that's seen it out there so okay one thing i noticed this is a technical thing so in the opening when they're taught when like you're seeing their relationship Mm -hmm. and like they're at a party or something and they're meeting yeah i found it hard to hear them i found like their dialogue was mixed really low and that wasn't an issue anywhere else in the film until like there was some stuff at the end where the dialogue was really low and i was like is this like a choice to make us like is that was it oh, just probably. my screening or, I mean, or did David you, Fincher? I don't think he has like way? whoops. I don't give a shit. Yeah, no. But did, you did was your screening like? Did you feel in the, you're kind of like they're at that part? Those scenes felt. I didn't. I don't know if I noticed an audio level with it, but those scenes really felt like something else. Okay, I, I yeah. think they were intentionally supposed to yeah. because. Well, for a lot of reasons. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, okay. Yeah. Um, no, I, I think like for me, I think the Verhoeven comparison really, really made me kind of like think about this movie differently because I think it is kind of, it, it's satirical yeah. in a way. It, you know, you have to it, not necessarily take everything in this film no, on. No, and this like movie is, it's face the movie value. is more satirical than the book is. Yeah. Because, uh, again, it, it's easier to kind of, mm-hmm. easier, but it's just different with books. Uh, and it, I, I didn't realize how much uh, that was a little jarring for me too in trying to get it comfortable with the tone of the movie because it is a little satirical yeah. and it plays a little bit more where the, the book kind of leans a lot on the, accession, the recession in the states and mm-hmm. everybody losing jobs and stuff like that and, and the elimination of careers yeah uh, they touch upon that here they touch upon it but it's a, it's, it's a looming shadow over the entire book yeah and in this one I feel like it's more the um, perception of, uh, of social media and self and reality television and, and you know how how you present yourself there yeah you know so it puts a stronger focus on that that's all very important in the book too don't get me wrong but I feel like they leaned more into that than yes, a couple yeah. other things you know because it's a visual medium yeah yeah so it makes sense it's, uh, yeah I. Uh, uh, yeah, I could talk about this for another half totally. An hour. Yeah, so, and yeah, I could I talk mean, about it with you f- with like fucking spoilers of plenty. Oh my like, goodness! Yeah. <laughs> I'm, I'm really glad that you haven't. You guys yeah. did a fucking stellar Trying, job of yeah. not it's, spoilering yeah. it you up. But yeah. at the same time, now I mean, I really wanted to see that movie. Now I'm fucking yeah. dying. To no, see well, it. It, yeah. it's like yeah, it's the discussion movie of the year. It's for like sure. it's the you know, even just when we were getting up, Emma and I like leaving the theater, people were like da, 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 this and that, and I was mm. like yeah, like everyone going to leave this movie like you know i loved it i hated it i thought it was okay but you're going to have like a million reasons yeah, yeah, yeah. why and things that you're going to want to talk and about I, had, I also got an impression that the movie had like a that is definitely going to affect people uh who haven't read the book 
because I was sitting in the theater with uh, my wife about to watch the movie, and in strolls uh, Jimmy Kane from Champion oh, Lover. No way. Uh, and his lovely fiance Amy. Uh, so they watched the movie with us, and it was, nice. really, it was out of nowhere. That was really cool. But uh, yeah, I was I got a couple of texts this morning from Jimmy asking me about the book. Yeah, <laughs> yeah like, right. What about this? Is this a thing? And yeah. is there more of this? And so I, I think it's something that love it, hate it, not sure if which side you're on, you're going to be thinking about it. Yeah, yeah, quite a bit. It's totally. Yeah, it's, a, it's a fucking great uh, David Fincher. He's uh, really good at movie making. Yeah, and Affleck's great in it. And holy moly, is he getting the in Batman shape? That fella, oh yeah, that fella is big in this movie. Yeah, right. <laughs> is that does that play into the character at all, or is that just? Uh, uh, it's fine. You're like the character. Uh, this isn't spoilery at all, but like in the book, the character of Nick Batman. is Batman. <laughs> <laughs> he's a uh, he's a he's a well, tall, you know, good-looking, charismatic guy. Like to the point where he's aware of what he looks like. He's like I'm a hand, like I'm a handsome, cleft chin guy. So most people meet me and want to hit me in the face, and yeah. I know why. Oh right. So I smile awkwardly to disarm them yeah ha huh, that yeah. is some interesting shit right uh and so and then affleck being cast at the cast of this guy i'm like totally he's got that face you want to hit yeah <laughs> yeah totally i've always wanted to punch him in the face <laughs> no it's the perfect casting like, and uh, he's really really great in the part i think yeah uh, speaking of people you might want to hit in the face, uh, Nicholas Cage Easy. stars. <laughs> speaking of people you want to hit in the face, it's my turn to say yeah. things now. I talk now. Um, um, no, so Casey went and saw Left Behind. Yeah. Uh, this stars Nicholas Cage, Leah Thompson, uh, plenty of other people. Directed by Vic Armstrong. This is a I, a readaptation uh, or Vic Armstrong, <laughs> yeah. Greg. Um, yeah, what this is is now. This isn't the only, um, you, you know, your your movie. your move. Your movie isn't the only, you know, huge integrity piece yeah. that's based on a no. best-selling book. Um, this, uh, yeah, Left Behind. I went and saw this uh, yesterday. Yeah, yeah. Um, IMDb describes the plot as a small group of survivors are left behind. Wink. After millions <laughs> of people suddenly vanish and the world is plunged into chaos and destruction. Mm-hmm. Um, if you don't know. Yeah, this is based off a series of books, right? Or there's uh, yeah, books, there's video games, there's yeah, a movie, a bunch of books, and all kinds of crap. Um, yeah. So this the this guy's a stunt coordinator uh, turned director. Um, <laughs> well, the natural progression. He may be one of those things, but I can tell you, he's not the other. <laughs> <laughs> he did stunts for uh, Jack Ryan, Thor, Green Hornet, Salt. Valkyrie, I Am Legend, all the big blockbusters. Mm-hmm. I'm trying to see if he's done any other directing. Uh, no, I can tell you he's not. He has five credits. Uh, nothing notable. <laughs> oh. Young Indiana Jones. <laughs> really? Yeah. Um, All right. Well, best of luck to him. Yeah. So Sean Patrick Flannery is that who they got? Is yeah. Um, as what? Young Indiana Jones. Yes. yes. Oh, right. Yeah. 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 Powder. Yeah. yeah. Powder. Yeah. Um, so t- t- which okay. I unfairly hate Sean Flattery Flaskinston. <laughs> Whatever the fuck his name is, Pink because of the director of of Powder, uh-huh. because of the whole thing that came yeah. out with with him and the mm. unpleasantness. Mm. Um, but speaking of unpleasantness, let's talk about Left Behind. Yes, yeah. please. This movie is so offensive. Oh. <laughs> wow! Uh, like 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 no fucking joke, no hyperbole. I was so offended by this movie. Wow! Oh, right man. Um, <laughs> This is like your big wedding. Like, uh, when I saw the big wedding, it was like, Jesus Christ. I feel like it's, well, yeah, those are the words, but I feel like... Uh, <laughs> I was like, Jesus Christ is in this movie. <laughs> uh, I feel like it might be offensive for a different reason. Uh, this is the most intolerant, horrible movie. Um, 
Uh, okay, so basically, yeah, it, it's about the, uh, I don't know what you call it, um, w- what they call it in the Bible, when uh, uh, all of the um, people who have truly accepted Jesus Christ, sorry, not Jesus Christ, uh, Christianity specifically, yeah. uh, into their hearts, they get taken up to heaven. Like um, the rapture? Rapture, that's what it's called. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. Uh, uh, but they don't ever call it that in the movie. Who fucking cares? Is that like not saying vampire or near dark or something? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> it's exactly like that. Uh, by the way, Jesus Christ is a vampire, but they don't I, ever I say it. that. He's a Dracula. They don't say it. Yeah. Um, so, uh, uh, so yeah, it centers around around that and then the people who are left behind. Yeah. Titular. Mm. Um, so all of the children... In the whole world, they all get taken up to heaven, nice. uh, and then all of the people who have truly accepted Christianity—not religion, mm-hmm. not being a good person or anything like that—this Christianity, what yep. we say is Christianity, those are the people who get taken up to heaven. Everyone else is left behind, mm-hmm. uh, and the people uh, who are left behind include uh, an Arab. Uh-huh. And he is uh, described as an Arab, <laughs> <laughs> and he is uh, uh, they like they're hammering this fucking home that that it, it, it's not if you're a good person, it's not if you lead a just life yeah. because they make it a point to show that this guy uh, is um, is uh, like tries to help people and yeah. and even says at one point like okay so sorry let me back this up. Uh, half of it takes place on the ground. Yeah. Half of it takes place in an airplane. Everybody disappears. I'm like, come on, Langoliers. Yeah. <laughs> Can I just see some badly animated furry little uh, <laughs> munchy creatures? But no, <laughs> none of that. Um, so, and this Arab guy is on the uh, the airplane. And at one point, everyone's freaking out and panicking. And uh, and he's like, everybody, I think we need to calm down. Everybody just calm down. I think uh, it would help us all if we just prayed. And uh, and there, there, the, another character on the airplane is a uh, uh, l- little person. Is that? Uh, I feel like that's incorrect because I feel like that's a slight. But yeah. anyway, um, a little person. I think that's what you're supposed to say. So, right. um, and, and he's like, "Yeah, well, what God? What God are we supposed to pray to? Yours or mine?" And and the the Arab guy goes, "Just whatever God. Just pray to your God." And I'm like, yeah, you're right. <laughs> but that's why he's left behind. Yeah. Because he tells you to pray to your own God. Like, he's not religiously intrusive. Right. He uh, He's just like, pray to your God. Pray to who you believe in. And this movie goes, nope, you're going to fucking hell for that. <laughs> oh, my God. It is. The so f- who's Nicolas Cage in it? Nicolas Cage is the pilot. Oh, so he's been left behind too. He, oh yes, is you know he, why he's been left behind? Did, did he have he like was, a, a fault, a lack of faith, or he used to be Christian and now he isn't? Did his wife die or something? No, what happened is his wife Leah Thompson. Um, <laughs> oh, he's married to Leah Thompson. Never mind, I get it. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and I believe that's one of the Ten Commandments: Thou shalt not marry Leah Thompson. <laughs> so, uh, um, but no, the Leah Thompson, his wife, she was just a normal. I don't want to say normal person because, mm-hmm. you know, I again, I don't want to shit all over anybody's religion, Christian or otherwise. Yeah. Uh, you got to believe what you got to believe, and that's sure, fucking sure, sure. great. It's just when you— but This seems like an aggressive bully of a film. It, it absolutely is. and But in the most, mm. like, 
passive aggressive way. Well, yeah. Well, when the Kirk Cameron version of this came out, I remember I used to, when it was like sitting on the shelf with Blockbuster Video. <laughs> I read the back and I was like, "Holy shit, this is fucking this yeah. is intense." Like, I, can you just have, is this okay to have on the shelf in Blockbuster? Because this seems really. Very specific, you, you know, guys. It seems it like feels propaganda. Or yeah, something, yeah. Oh, ab- you know? and that's like, absolutely. What and you it can is. have it at Blockbuster because yeah, Blockbuster is yeah. owned by a Christian company. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> there you go. Blockbuster yeah. is just another. Baptist they were like church. no trauma films, but uh, yeah, yeah. Left Behind's okay. Yeah. Um, so sorry, I made some notes because like yeah, in yeah. the middle of the movie, I'm just like, you know what? Fuck this. Like I, I was so <laughs> like I want my twelve dollars back. If anybody is listening from that movie who made that movie, Jesus, we're involved, talking to you. Yeah, yeah. See, I'm looking. I'm looking at you, Jesus. <laughs> Give me twelve bucks. Like get, throw twelve dollars down <laughs> on me because I I want not to have given this movie money. Mm-hmm. Um. Uh, okay, sorry. So I interrupted you. Nicholas Cage is married to Leah Thompson. Yeah, Leah Thompson. And Leah Thompson was just like a regular non-believing person, right? Uh, and then, and then she suddenly finds Jesus or found Jesus like yeah. years ago, and it makes her whole family uncomfortable. Uh-huh. Uh, like her daughter and Nicholas Cage, who's her husband, and well, this they have a, a little kid, but. In this movie, kids are blank slates, and yeah, they yeah. don't know or do anything. Right. They are perfect, even if they may have, you know, like, you know how, like, fucking serial killer kids start out, like, killing neighborhood pets and stuff like that? Yeah. Those kids are going to heaven. Don't worry right about on. it. They, they don't make a point of mentioning that. <laughs> I, I guess I took a leap. Uh, but uh, but so they're all creeped out by, by Super Christian Mom. Yeah. Um, of course, Super Christian Mom gets taken. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> It oh. turns out Liam Neeson is Jesus. <laughs> and uh, everyone gets take three. Yeah. yeah. They all getting tooken, right? Yeah. 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 <laughs> they get tooken. God tooken me. Listen, you will be taken to heaven. <laughs> Just uh, relax. Jesus has Enjoy. a certain set of skills. Uh <laughs> But uh, it's very intimidating. Get, give phone. him some water. Yeah. <laughs> so they they're all very distanced from their creepy mom, who, by the way, like whenever she gets a chance, is like, "Let me tell you something about the Bible." And I'm like, "Okay, again, believe what you want to believe." But her, like everybody's sin is that they didn't listen to her when she was trying to ram her religion down their throats. Yeah. Right. Uh, so uh so yeah so Nicolas Cage is distanced from his wife he's a pilot there's a super hot stewardess that he hasn't had sex with yet uh-huh. but he gets U2 tickets they're what? flying they're on a flight to London uh-huh. he gets some U2 tickets and he plans to fuck her at a U2 concert <laughs> i think <laughs> um but uh and U2 is like a really christian band yeah, I think they Is there are. So, right? what's up with that then? There's got to be something there. I, yeah, I, yeah, I don't know. Uh, yeah, that's why he, you know, like you can't go have sex. At, they're the most Christian. Yeah, uh, you can't go sexing for you too. Well, like the the, yeah. the whole thing. Don't, don't sex for you too. Um, <laughs> you sexing you do to me. <laughs> uh, so so anyway. This movie fails on every level. Mm-hmm. It's a terrible movie. It's boring as fuck. Like, I, I was as bored as I was offended, which is yeah. really saying something. Um, and I don't want to be all reactionary, like, no. oh, we're, 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 but yeah. this movie persecutes other people for having different beliefs. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, and that, I, I can't, I have a hard time tolerating that. Yeah. I, I, I should note that here on the Wikipedia article, apparently Christians couldn't tolerate it either. 
um, heavily criticizing the film, saying Left Behind is not a Christian movie, whatever Christian movie could even possibly mean. This is super snarky review, actually. Uh, in fact, most Christians within the world of the movie are crazy and delusional, or at least annoying. They it's- want churches to book this theater and make it a youth group event, blah, blah, blah. They go on to really complain about the fact that this movie company is saying, like, you know, book this movie in your, the- in your Christian in your church. church. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Church and have yeah, your youth yeah. groups do it and then like take the money and run. What theater did you see it at? Where'd you go? Uh, well, I ended up uh, uh, seeing it at the Queensway Cineplex. Oh, okay. Uh, well, that's I a work... big theater though. So It is a big theater. I wasn't sure if this would be in like smaller run in Toronto. Yeah, no, or... it, was, it was at yeah. the AMC. I was going yeah. to have to go see How... it there. But... Was, there was there some people there? Uh, there was me and I think three or four other people who okay. were probably not impressed with me. Yeah, because <laughs> you had your phone, I think, right? Were you uh, guffawing? Oh no, no, I I, I shield my phone. Like yeah. if, I, if I'm on my phone, I shield it with my uh, with with like your my shield. coat or whatever. <laughs> you, you know, with my, my Captain America shield Captain America that shield. I bring with me to every Christian movie. Yeah, because <laughs> I I was wondering like. How many people do you think went and saw this movie because they were in a movie theater in the lobby? There was a picture of Nick Cage and like an explosion kind of sure. color oh, behind somebody him had to. and had no idea anything about it. And we're just like, oh, Nicolas Cage, he's crazy. His movies are funny. I'll go see that. Uh, there had to be some people, but I feel like the people in this in this theater, and not to judge based on looks or anything like that, but I did look around at the four or five other people and, and judge them on their looks. And I, and I immediately <laughs> you guys are them getting on their left looks behind and by, and by their religion. Uh, no, uh, no, they just, they looked like people who who may have been there you generally know, because interested their church in the film. Group was mm. like, hey, there's finally a Christian action movie for us guys, which is fucking the funniest thing about yeah. it. By the way, is the fact that all the bad people like the the little person who's on the plane he's like a mean guy kind of thing and all of the bad people who are left behind um d- can't swear because it's a christian movie so all of the really <laughs> bad people are like man geez louise jiminy jillikers with all these gosh darn christians am i right <laughs> like oh cheese and crackers with these christians right <laughs> Uh, that's oh, my favorite man. thing about this movie, oh, except great. for the very ending. So, uh, so what they have to do is they have to land the plane because, um, you know, like uh, like everyone's disappeared and then they can't contact the tower or whatever. And they're like, "Oh, it looks like it's up to Nick Cage to hey Nick Cage, stop <laughs> trying to fuck that wi- that stewardess." St- I keep saying stewardess, uh, flight attendant, and land the plane. So he eventually lands the plane. Spoiler alert, uh, and. 
and like the city's on fire and everything yeah. and, and everything's all fucked up because everybody's all looting and everything because everybody that's left behind is basically a savage. Right, right. right. Um, Isn't the Antichrist coming or something too? Uh, well, it what it? it is is the rapture is everybody who's morally just or Christianly just yeah. uh, is whisked off to heaven whereas yeah. everybody else is left for the next seven years to be judged on earth. I see. It's basically hell on earth. Um, like the apocalypse, uh, uh, there's like the four to seven horsemen of the apocalypse. There's a certain amount of horsemen sure. um, of the apocalypse, and uh, and they're they they are supposed to come down to uh, to judge humanity. Mm-hmm. Um, so the very end is they land the plane, but the city is in ruins and it's all crazy and like everything's on fire and everything. And uh, oh, Chad Murray Michelson, yeah, yeah, uh, Pinkett Smith, uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> right. Chad Pinkett Smith is in it. Uh, I don't. He's in it. Sure. Uh, he's in it just to be a leading man, I think. Uh-huh. Uh and but he doesn't he gets left behind too. So they're uh so they land the plane and they look at the city and it's all on fire and everything and uh and he says like uh oh man, it looks like hell down here or something like that. <laughs> or oh no, he's like it looks like the end. And uh Nick Cage is like, "No." This is just the beginning. Oh wow! <laughs> that's the last fuck. That's the and then Bible verse like he who knoweth not the Lord knoweth not what the Lord says about the end. Uh, yeah, being like, a beginning. I, I, I don't know. I, I don't want. I'm sorry. I really don't want to make light of the Bible or anything like that. Because again, fucking, I don't want to be like this movie. Like, yeah, that's yeah, what this yeah, movie yeah. taught me. Yeah, don't be a fucking asshole about religion. Yeah. Um. So you learned something. Uh, at oh, the very yeah. least, <laughs> eight out of ten, you guys. Yeah. <laughs> but but it's such a surprising thing to have it uh, uh, um, wide release. Like, and when's the last time a Nick Cage movie was wide release, other than like a Ghost Rider thing? Like, I mean, they're all on Netflix. All these fucking movies that he pumps out like three a year that are all him running from fire on the cover. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Rage <laughs> and some other shit. I start watching one of those, and where's he's like? They aren't even spending money on his hair pieces anymore. Yeah. Oh no. You know? <laughs> No, no, he looks he looks awful. No, well, I think they probably pushed it because they they knew like that they could get like the Christian angle and they're yeah, going to bring yeah, people yeah. out to see but it. Like, that don't usually see the original it. Left yeah. Behind oh, wasn't in theaters or anything like that. So this is like a pretty crazy yeah. thing to you know they really put some money into getting this thing distributed and out there. Yeah, know. they did. They put all of the money into distribution and Nick Cage. Yeah, and because the rest of the it's it's so boring because there's nothing in it. Yeah, like. There's an effect here or there that yeah. looks like, uh, like it. It looks like something from an asylum film. Nice. Ah, right now, well, I don't know. If it comes on Netflix, I'm gonna watch it. <laughs> uh, I actually, I'm just curious, you know. What what I said I was gonna try to do watch last week was watch yeah, the Kirk yeah. Hammond one, but after watching it. Um, uh, I, I got home and I watched and I saw maybe the last 15 to 20 minutes of a documentary Myos was watching called The Unbelievers, mm-hmm. uh, which is about atheism. Oh, yeah. right. That's, which, on, that's on Netflix. That's on it Netflix. is on yeah. Netflix, which is um, actually I found equally as offensive. Yeah. Because, you know, fundamentalist atheists are just as bad as fundamentalist uh, Christians or, mm-hmm. or, or of any other religion in that they're like, no, no, there is no religion. You're the ones who are stupid. Yeah. You know, like, mm-hmm. like uh, Ricky Gervais is like one of the worst proponents of that. Um, so, so that's actually a good flip side for like, yeah, fucking theology of any kind can go way too far. Yeah. Yeah. 
Just let people think what they want to think. Yeah. Man. Fuck let off. people do whatever the fuck they want to do if they're not harming anybody else. And if it makes them feel at peace with the world and if it makes them able to deal with the world yeah, or not whether you kill believe everybody it or, not, or whatever, like yeah. wicked, man. Like, <laughs> like religious persecution is one of the like major causes of death in the fucking world. Yeah. Uh, oh, Left Behind with Kirk Cameron. The first one was theatrical. Oh. But then Left Behind 2, Tribulation Force. <laughs> oh, man, awesome. <laughs> Tribulation Force. I, uh, yeah, I, uh, wow, that's directed video. And then there's Left Behind 3, World at War, also directed video. Yeah, I, I was when, when I was looking at the Wikipedia just now, it was like the original Left Behind had an interesting release schedule where they put it out on DVD and VOD first and then theaters later. All it right. didn't do well in theaters. <laughs> like, shocking. Um, uh, yeah. Did Kirk Cameron not? Oh, no, he's in all three of them. I um uh, actually I would really like to see uh the, the those two because again I'm like the whole movie is super boring and then the very end is like Nick Cage going like it's about to be hell on earth yeah. and I'm like yes finally something's yeah. gonna happen <laughs> this is gonna be super sweet uh, they're, they are planning to do all three crazy they are planning to do that well i, I honestly i, we'll I kind of want them. to now yeah uh, i don't know man i feel like i gotta watch this kirk cameron trilogy yeah yeah definitely and play the video who's gossip jr's yeah. in it too mm-hmm. sweet <laughs> wow uh, you know what Lewis Gossett Jr. isn't in uh-huh. us rolling a die for our movies next week uh, that was now. one of your worst segues ever <laughs> and because it came early too yeah because we have an album to talk about oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> holy shit I don't want to talk about this I album I don't want to talk about it oh no oh come on guys uh, I want to hear about uh, 3,000 tons of fun okay so we listened to Have Love Will Travel by Dan Aykroyd, Jim Belushi. As the cover says, big, big men, big tunes, or big, big dudes, big tunes, or something really something stupid. Like <laughs> big man, big deal. Um, now, oh, corrections department. Last week, I asked if they did the song "Have Love Will Travel by the Will Travel by the Sonics." Not really realizing that they were covered. That's just the most popular cover version. Right. So corrections department on that, but they do do that song on this album, and it really, really. Really made me mad. So it's so really mad because it's so terrible. But they do that. Okay, so this. Okay, so this album, as we mentioned, Acroid Blues. Yeah, I um, didn't listen to a goddamn note of this album. It's exactly what you think it. Yeah, would be. I it's feel them. like it is. Right, they're a little bit too old and 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 out of Horrible. this terrible <laughs> like. Like uh-huh. when I said it was probably made for like dads that just wanted more of it because they used to like it and it doesn't matter if it's good or not or what it sounds like. It's just more of that. You guys, you know, having a bunch of studio musicians like fucking layer it, horns and guitar and everything on top of each other yeah. while then doing your vocals over it. That's uh-huh. all it is. Is it that? Is it that same kind of coked out uh, uh, production of the late 80s? Like what would where- you say? Because this is from, uh, this is not from the eighties though. This is later. No, yeah, this yeah. is like two thousand three. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it's I don't know. It's just I, I was I honestly wasn't thinking about the fucking production because mm. it's just. I think I I think at one point I was kind of like, well, the pro- I I don't think it sounds bad. The production doesn't sound awful or anything. Right. It is it's, it's punchy. And it's yeah, big. I don't know. This is just this is. Uh, it's just awful when they the, do. It's the worst. It's the worst. Okay, when they do have love will travel. Um, which is a fucking song that I love. The the version by the Sonics is so good, and and they 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 do this thing on that song where he changes the lyrics so slightly, where he says "Have love, 
I will travel. They don't say I I in the other songs. Right. And it pisses it pissed me off so much. I was like, I hate this. <laughs> the fact that you put have love I will travel. I said fuck you to this album. I don't yeah. know. It pissed. And then there's another part in the song where he goes like, ah, he does like a like sort of like a little like improv thing that he just decided, I guess, to do every time yeah. where he's like, will, 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 will travel or something. And I'm like, fuck, shut up. That's oh. not what happens. Yeah. <laughs> it's, uh, I don't know. It's exactly what you think it's going to be. Yeah. It's yeah. these two guys who aren't good at singing. Yeah. But kind of do the stuff with the blues and rock and yeah. do them fans to do. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, for a lot of you, songs. You need Four to watch. Fucking teen songs. You need to watch the video that I put on the See You Next Wednesday Facebook page of them doing 300 Pounds of Love yeah. live on stage. Yes. And they're like I saw that. waddling around, like bumping guts. Yeah. And like, like this is oh. you're disgusting. If you weigh 300 pounds. You're not six foot six. You're going to die. <laughs> and then they're like rubbing their bellies together and being like six hundred pounds of joy. Oh, like God. so are you telling me you're you guys are gonna tag team abroad? Is that what's going on there? <laughs> like, because it's all about being sexy when you're big and three hundred pounds, and they're like, but together we're six hundred pounds. I'm like this is horrifying. Is it real? That's what that's about? I think so. I mean, I wasn't dissecting the lyrics, but he's like, I'm sexy. a big It's a goofy song. Sexy, yeah. yeah, it's a fun little sexy Diddy song about like, I'm 300 pounds is that, of joy. Is it but a cover of something? It's clearly or? about being like sexually no, appealing original. as a big 300 pound man. And then and they're gyrating to it. So, but then they then they do turn it into six hundred pounds because it's two of them together. I'm like because they keep rubbing their tummies together, <laughs> and thrusting their crotches because you get six hundred pounds of joy if you fuck both of them. Oh, yeah, God. you need to watch the performance. It's outrageous, <laughs> and and like tells you no, and it tells that. you everything about the album. Uh, yeah, all right. Uh, this is the worst kind of fucking white bro fucking blues. Yeah, Bullshit. the cover. <laughs> Look at that cover. Look at the, Oh, I love. Could the cover. you not? Like, oh, it's the worst. Like, because there's two very different intentions going on on that cover. Yeah. There's Dan Aykroyd, kind of smiling, smiling like mm, I know nobody wants to hear. He, this. And then, <laughs> but then fucking Jim Belushi is like, he looks like he, like he's on a fucking metal cover. Or something. Yeah, like, no, he looks like he's really tired. And it's just so cheaply made. Like yeah. I could make a better like the font and stuff like that. You could make something better with your phone today. That's you know? why yeah. I felt like <laughs> I felt. Felt like this whole album was conceived and made in a coke binge weekend yeah, that they sure. just made together yeah. in the Hamptons. I don't know where they. And Hamptons they just are. got like a hundred people to play, like yeah, uh, <laughs> do all the backing tracks. And uh, stuff. Honestly, Ugh. I did not expect this to be that long a, a conversation. Oh, I expected boy. it it's to be terrible. Very much- and there's a terrible. song called Cadillac Man. It's not even about the movie. No. Oh, <laughs> I was like, okay. well, I just saw a movie called Cadillac Man. <laughs> it had its moments. <laughs> it was really loud, and everyone yells. <laughs> so much yelling. Oh, Lord. What else on this? Uh, I, 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 she I'm wants to, to do block rock. What a milk. It's terrible. It's, I hate It's awful. I, I already did it. not. I didn't. I used to. I loved Dan Aykroyd when I was young. Yeah. Or I love young Dan Aykroyd. Maybe that's what it is. Because he was. I still find his stuff on Saturday Night Live good. Yeah. And, uh, Ghostbusters and anything prior to that, really. Yeah. I. Yeah. But I. The, oh, fuck you. Yeah. That's all yeah. I want to say like, to these guys. Just fuck you. I feel like for at this. one point Dan Aykroyd went to Adam Sandler and went, "Hey, why don't you do what I did?" Do, do do the thing where everybody starts out loving you, and then now everybody's just offended by what yeah. you do. <laughs> just terrible. No, yeah. it's awful. It's a. It's like you said exactly what you think. It's just yeah. big. Uh, uh, honestly, know. this was in in the very much in the spirit of the uh, punishment album. I just wanted you yeah. guys to have to listen. Yeah, to Yeah, and this was right. punishing. Yeah, yeah, it was just punishing. Punishing. Yeah. So uh, so. 
the now punishment album. To, yeah. Yes. Uh, this week is actually half punishment and half just because it's a conversation I feel like I'd like to have. Okay. Uh. Because you know, like sometimes if if I don't have a solid idea of of an album you to wanna, give you guys, yeah. You know how you go on, you Google, you know, world's worst albums kind yeah, of thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's an album that keeps popping up on them time and time again, and it always says this is one of the worst albums. Uh, uh, of all time, but it's still pretty good (laughs) because it's a Clash album. Oh, okay. It's an album from 1985 called Cut the Crap. Yes, this came up. I I saw this somewhere recently. (laughs) I have this this. It's not good. It comes up up a lot. uh, Well, because it was, you know, Mick Jones was already sort of forced out of the band because he kept showing up late for rehearsal and liked electronic music. Yeah. and uh, yeah, so so I I, I don't know. It, it's going to be a weak Clash album. Yeah, but yeah, I it, love the Clash. Fair enough. Uh, have you ever heard it? No, I've never heard anything okay. from it. All right. Well, maybe you should, I have. I've heard never it. heard Dictator or anything. Yeah. I've never heard it either. So. I haven't listened to it in I don't know at least a decade. I'll be listening to this one too. Yeah, yeah. it's it'll be it's an interesting conversation. Yeah, totally. Uh, I think it will. And I'm actually curious. Maybe maybe who knows what I'll think about it now when I'm less. <laughs> yeah, of like a maybe maybe after the weight of expectation expectation yeah, and, yeah. and and everything. Maybe there's something redeemable. Yeah, I don't think there is, but we'll have to see. <laughs> we'll have to see yeah. We will find the fuck out. Um. So I have a surprise. Oh, here. Okay. I re- recently stumbled upon uh, an item that we could be using, and I want to question you guys. Do you think that we should roll our dies using this uh, 10-sided die that oh, I have now? Jesus. <laughs> yes. Um, <laughs> I remember there was a- I was at like an art gallery with Emma, and they had like a, like a machine you put a dollar in, and something mm-hmm. comes out, and I put it in, and a die came out, and I was like, well, holy clearly. shit. Yeah. Obviously, it, we have to do it that. It has zero to nine on it. Okay. So, I guess would give us more technical opportunities to be spread around the board. Okay. Of, what do you think? That sounds Should good. we try it out and see how it works? Yeah. yeah I hey, think let's so. roll on that thing there. Pull, pull that down. Oh, yeah. You can hear it really okay. good. Okay. Um, nice so, hard surface. Oh, man. Like, we've got, we've got a whole system We've got a now. board yeah, Everything's now. new and different. Um, okay. What so, we... this week, uh, not a lot that looks good is coming out. Yeah. Right. So, we are going to pick the guest. Because that's out there right now. Yeah, I loved it. Yeah, and uh, if you if I win, then I'll just talk about it again. Maybe yep. I'll see something else as sure. well. But otherwise, um, I've seen it. Yeah. But um, the loser. Yeah. Will have to go see. I Frankenstein two. I Dracula. I me Dracula. Dracula. Yeah. Me Dracula. You Frankenstein. <laughs> Dracula Untold <laughs> should have left it untold. Oh, right. I, I, and I, you know, if this wasn't out there, I still would. It's the the judge looks like a pile of shit to me. Yeah, yeah. And, and what a fiasco! They that was the opening at TIFF, and everyone uh-huh. was like, "Why did you choose this as the yeah, opening? Yeah, yeah. Not very good." I, and I feel like it's going to be bad because I've seen three totally tonally different. Uh, trailers for it oh yeah. so they're just they're casting they're a wide net with everything, everything. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. there's one where it's like a family drama that's all really sincere and stuff like about a father I think that's and son the one I saw learning each other like again next. and then there's one that's like an episode of law and order and then there's <laughs> another one that's like playing like 
I don't know, like Spirit in the Sky or Get It On or something like that. They're like, these guys don't get along. <laughs> <laughs> and a lot of like quippy Robert Downey Jr. Yeah, stuff, you know, yeah. like you're trying to sell like a light comedy or something like that. Opposites attract or some shit. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, anyway, so that's going to be a pile of shit. But again, they should have just combined these movies. Uh, yeah. Judge you <laughs> yeah, Judgey yeah. 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 Larry. Uh, the guest versus Dracula Untold. Casey is rolling with the ten-sided die. He's rolled a nine. Ooh. Oh, oh, my god! <laughs> I like this oh, new dice. Go yeah, I'm gonna yeah. go. I got an eight. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's great. <laughs> Greg, god you could get uh, you could get an eight, and uh, that's oh, a two. You got a two. Yeah, instead yeah. of the eight. That you yeah. could have got. So, Greg, you're going to see Yo Dracula. Yo Dracula. <laughs> Tell us if he wears any hoods in this one. Hoodie. Yo Dracula, how come your movie sucks so bad? Um, <laughs> yeah, I'm. I'm glad. Uh, awesome. Uh, now uh, we thanks are... for the new dice, Dan. <laughs> I, great. I like the new <laughs> dice. <laughs> I will not hear an ill word said again. <laughs> new dice. Fuck. Uh, all right, I got a piece so bad. Okay. All right, well, let's put the P music in and we will take a break. All right, roll the dice, see if you're allowed. And Casey is back. Oh, God, you guys, if I could describe it in one word, urinate. I would not. <laughs> you. Um, whoa. I tossed my mic. I was so excited about that. <laughs> What's the word? I peed so good. Greg did a mic drop. Yeah. <laughs> And that's word. Yeah, beat all over my mic. This thing's done. <laughs> uh, it is time to talk about Beverly Hills 90210. Oh, yeah. Relay season two. Oh, my God. <laughs> Never not fun. No. Um, so a different podcast. I watched, uh, I watched this week. My episode was called Anaconda. But before we get to it, real quick, shocking news. It's not on Netflix anymore. I know. Yeah. It dropped off Netflix. What the fuck? Do you guys think it shocked. was because, uh, Us? They, because too popular? we were making yeah. fun of it too much? Yeah. Hey. <laughs> they, just, they, took, they took their 90210 and went home. <laughs> yeah, I think so. No, I was really shocked, and then it wasn't on Hulu. Yeah. Well, it was on Hulu, but only season only one. Only season one. So, uh, big shocker for me, but I found it. Mm-hmm. And I watched it, mm-hmm. Anaconda, and I was like, when are the snakes coming? Yeah. But yeah. apparently this is not about killer snakes and John Voight. It's about Sir Mix-a-Lot's dick. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, okay. Season two, Anaconda. Uh, the film opens with the Walsh dad speaking some Jimbo. Se- serious... Skyin. Um, <laughs> Skyin. Skyin. <laughs> he must be. Speaking some serious business and moral uh, topics to somebody sitting behind a chair like Dr. Claw style. Oh. You're like, I wonder who's sitting back there. I hope they have a cat. Um, yeah. <laughs> Walsh. Um, but it, it turns around and it's Dylan. And uh, uh-huh. uh, old Jim is talking about how Wait, Dylan. Dylan was was Dr. Claw? Turns out. I knew it. I knew it. <laughs> I had no idea. Tur- turns out. I didn't even know the two shows were related. I know. Uh, spoiler alert, I yeah. guess. In, uh, <laughs> it, well, it turns out that Dylan, uh, according to the Walsh dad, says that he he needs to go back to Hawaii and make peace with his mother once and for all. Oh. And uh, he's giving him some business talk about that. 
So that's how the the episode opens. Then we go to the beach club. Brandon is pushing a cart of, t- of towels around, mm-hmm. and then uh, Steve jumps in all wacky like and starts uh, talking about how they need to go. <laughs> I so I was so hoping you were going to say it starts tickling him. <laughs> no, no, he jumps in all wacky like and he's like, well, "Yeah, man, we got to go play poker tonight. There's going to be this crazy poker game and all this stuff." And uh, Brandon's mm-hmm. like, "I don't know." Uh, I don't know about that, and that's how the scene ends. Um, <laughs> actually, no, sorry. <laughs> then, scene, then guys. Brandon's like, I don't know, maybe, and then he like pushes uh, the cart down a little hill over to the like Sunshine Cleaning Co. or something, and then he's like, Yeah. Oh, by the way, the towels you jumped in are dirty. They got sweat all over them. You, you're gonna be gross now. Yeah. And that's how that scene ends. Um, and Steve's really, like, Oh no. Really good stuff. Yeah. yeah. Super, <laughs> super hilarious bit. Solid writing. Yeah. Uh, so then Dylan shows up at home because he's staying with the Walshes, as we recall, and uh, he's he's brought some bread from the uh, Beverly Bra- Bakery to be nice since they're letting him live there. And the mom is saying like, "Hey, uh, you didn't have to do that. Like, do you need pocket money? Like, I know you know you're living here and and you're not working or whatever. So like, and you're uh, you know fucking charity case. Yeah. Uh, so maybe <laughs> you should have some money. And, and he's like, no. So uh, then Donna shows up, and her and Brenda are going to go to the movies. And Donna's like, is Dylan going to come to the movies with us? Maybe not as your date, but as a friend to you. Or she could be, he could be my date. And I was like, easy, Donna. <laughs> Seriously. <laughs> hey, can your ex come? Maybe not as a date for you, but I'll date him. Yeah. <laughs> like, and uh, since when does... Sorry. Since when has Donna got the big balls? <laughs> yeah. Um, and she Brenda, doesn't say much in an episode. She's got to really get it all in there. You yeah. Know? Like, yeah. I'm your yeah. friend. I'm a turncoat. I, I, what a fucking friend yeah. I'm meat face <laughs> um, Brenda's like I'm not sure maybe I guess I'll go ask him she seems really uh, conflicted about it and then Donna insists and when they go ask him he mumbles something to himself that I couldn't hear and then he says I think I'll stay and then so they go to the movies wait Donna go, Donna gets turned the fuck down well he, she doesn't say like hey come and hang out with Donna and date her she's just like hey we're going to the movies do you want to come and he's like ah, is Donna going to be there uh, no <laughs> So they go. Uh, now He's we're at slowly becoming the Godfather. Am I wrong? Yeah. <laughs> yeah I'll make you. Uh, no. I'm gonna go serving. Yeah. So <laughs> now we go. Sideburns you can't <laughs> Now we go to the beach club at night, uh, which is where Brandon is waiting around for Steve to play this poker game. He shows up with a bunch of people, a bunch of buds, poker buds. Um, one of which was David Silver. Um, <laughs> oh my God. I thought they hated him. Yeah. So no. So Steve's like, "Get ready to lose a lot of money, Brandon." Ha <laughs> ha. And then David Silver shows up and he goes, hi, I'm David Silver. You already know me. <laughs> is, that's actually what he said. That is literally the line that he oh, says. He's my Amazing. favorite character now. Yeah. Um, now, Brandon feels... I want him to say that every time he enters a scene. Now, that's how I'm walking into rooms all the yeah. time now. Uh, Brandon feels really weird about letting everyone into the sort of like cabana, like games room to play poker in the middle of the night. But uh, Steve's like kids been doing the kids have been doing this for years, man. It's like a tradition. And David David Silver's really excited about everything but poker. He's like, oh man, what a great TV this is, man. You guys see this TV on this sound system? Let me play some music on this sound system, man. It's like really excited to put music on. And Brandon uh, is not happy about any of this. But uh, well, um, why would he be? Yeah. So they he <laughs> hates music. <laughs> so they start playing poker. He's a piece of shit. Brandon's got no joie de vivre. <laughs> Br- Brandon's not very good at poker, mm-hmm. um, but everyone else seems to be doing pretty well. Yep. And uh, this one guy 
guy who I don't know who it is is like, hey man, you you guys uh, you guys should have been here three years ago when Ross Wienerblatt or Wienerblood or something. <laughs> I swear to God, the name is Wienerblatt or Wienerblood. And I was like, oh my which, god! Out of the two, both outlandish. Which do it's you think is something. more likely? I think I wrote a more accurate one down in my notes later, so we'll get to that. But right. it's Wiener something. And he's like, <laughs> Wiener guys, epic poker parties, hey, listen, man. It's probably not Wiener blood. It's probably like dick blood or something. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Penis blood. Yeah, yeah. Um, he's like, it's been going on for twenty. It had been going on for twenty years or so, man. Once, once or twice a summer. The, think the Wiener blood. The Wiener blood. Yeah. He's yeah. like, I had, to, I had to get some cream for it. Anyway, so this poker party. Stigmata. Yeah. So this poker party, not penises. Um, No, he's like, it got real serious. Like, we we all dressed up like high rollers. We were smoking cigars, playing poker, had Sinatra playing, gorgeous chicks sitting there just for luck. Everyone is, like, really impressed with this. And he's like, yeah, and real stakes, not penny any like you guys. You want to play for real? Give me a holler sometime. And he takes off. He's some. Did he just show up to tell them? Now they've suck? played a bunch of poker. I think this is like the end of the night oh, now. Okay. Yeah. Uh. So Brand- <laughs> Brandon's going home now. Yeah, they were just like, "What are you doing over there? Just bleeding out of your penis in the corner." <laughs> Play some trying to start this fucking party. <laughs> hey, listen, here. if I'm going to be the only one bleeding out of my dick, I'm just going to take off. I don't even like poker. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I thought this was a party. <laughs> Look at all you idiots and your dry dicks. Yeah. <laughs> You guys look foolish. Yeah. So Brandon goes home and Dylan's there, um, still up. It's late and he's thinking about Hawaii and he's like, uh, yeah, I've been thinking about like if I got to go home to Hawaii or not. And then he's like, how was poker? And uh, then Dylan launches into this thing about like, you know, there's no thrill unless you have to lose something big, man. And he goes on after that to call gambling like a physical addiction and i guess like in his past he was addicted to it but then he's also mm. saying like it's pointless though unless you're gonna lose your life or something <laughs> like sending conflicting notes to uh Brandon. what what hasn't he been addicted yeah. to in the past um human also <laughs> no <nope>. yeah. wrong <laughs> also they have he knows where in la to get the best cube. fair yeah. enough at they, 3 a.m in the morning i made a note that they have like a um a 90s neville brothers poster and I was kind of like, that's weird. They, who? who, who had, kid, what? Yeah, in their room. I was like, that doesn't seem like something the, they would have, like a late 80s, early 90s, like comeback Neville Brothers Neville, poster. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. This, is, this would be the time period of... Uh, Linda Ronstadt. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, howl like a rainstorm. Cry like the wind. Yeah. Cry like the wind. Um, so now Dil- now it's the next morning and Dylan is showering and uh, Brand- uh, Brandon's really mad Sorry, no, Brandon goes into shower and, and he's really mad at Dylan because he's like, uh, goes to get the shampoo and nothing comes out. And he's like, <laughs> Dylan. I was sure they were showering together. No, no, no. No, but they're using the same shower. They're living in the same room. Brandon's showering. They're living in the same room, so they're using the same shower. So, yeah. so Brandon goes in and he, there's no shampoo. He's like, fucking Dylan, right. freeloading all my shampoo. He's uh-huh. not wrong. Um, mm-hmm. So then he goes to work and the boss is like, hey, Brandon, you notice anything uh, weird around here? And Brandon's like, nope. No shampoo? No. <laughs> yeah, I think Dylan has it. Um <laughs> <laughs> no, so the boss is kind of like, you know, some spoiled brat kids come play poker sometimes, and I found these cheese thingamadoozies and some poker chips in the games room. Oh, and if you no. hear anything about it, let me know. Was cheese thingamadoozies the, the exact the line? Okay, yeah. I was like, <laughs> that's, that's a weird line. stretch for you to make. <laughs> nope, that's the line. All right. Uh, <laughs> that's what he's worried about, that there's poker chips and... 
and cheese and medusies. Cheese and medusies. Yeah. Is that not also what Dylan calls everything? <laughs> yeah. Uh, if he but, can leave a message, a doozy. Why is he all upset? Cheese and medusies. Wow. I'm well, a little worried, you know, more worried about like empty beer cans and some coca medusies. Yeah. 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 Uh. I feel like you guys had some hooker medusies <laughs> up in here like last night. <laughs> yeah. Um. <laughs> <laughs> now Dylan goes and pawns off a bunch of his stuff. He pawns his guitar and a bunch of other stuff, and it, it's very upsetting for him. Um, uh-huh. And then, so they're like, do you have receipts for this? Because apparently they're the only pawn shop in Hollywood that's honest ever. <laughs> right. They're like, ah, we need receipts for this. And I'm like, what? Isn't this exclusively a business for pawning off hot items? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but then she's also like, usually we're more interested in VCRs and TVs and stereos, like the three things that they have in the games room up at that cabana place. <laughs> she doesn't say that, but that's might as well what the writers have been yeah, saying. Yeah. Um, and so they give him 275 bucks for all of his stuff and then instantly put the guitar in the window with a price tag on it already. And it's like, he's right there looking at them do it. And I'm like, you couldn't wait for him to like leave. <laughs> like, anyway, here's how much we're gout. Ga- we just gouged you for. <laughs> yeah. Um, so now at the beach club, uh, Brenda's setting up a stereo on the beach for some reason because she's going to tan with Donna or something. And then Steve says, okay, yes, it's Wiener Blatt. Um, apparently. <laughs> Ross Wiener Blatt party tonight. It's got to happen. So, <laughs> Gee, what the fuck, man? Yeah. <laughs> Ain't no party like Wiener, Wiener Blatt, Blatt party. party. <laughs> He's like, that. all night. We're going to go all night high stakes, and it's going to happen whether you come or not, man. So come on, Brandon. Uh, Steve's going to do it anyway. Um, yep. and Brandon's like, I'll think about it. And then um, Brenda and Donna are timing their tans here in this scene, like flip, ding, oh, right. flip, okay. ding. And that comes back <laughs> later. Um so Donna starts asking Brenda about seeing Dylan around the house all the time and like, isn't it weird? Like your ex is in your house and then like you got to watch him shower and, and like be naked all the time. And Donna's being really creepy while she's doing all this. Like, <laughs> tell me about it. Uh, you know, it's weird. And I don't Brent- think she has to watch him shower. That's probably no. not. Yeah. No. <laughs> <laughs> okay, Dylan, you can live here under one condition. The whole family gets to watch you shower. Brandon's like, go get the popcorn. <laughs> um, Brenda's like, well, we barely talk to each other anymore now. <laughs> he, at the house. he barely showers. So yeah. <laughs> I only got to watch him do it a couple times a week. <laughs> yeah. And it's, uh, she says it's hard to talk about because deep down she knows she still loves him. Uh, but then Brenda falls asleep and gets a huge sunburn. <laughs> like extremely, extremely bad bright red. And mm-hmm. Dylan comes in when she goes, home and is like wow you really got a lot of color and she gets really upset and then he goes i meant that as a compliment or so he thought he said that to himself with her there uh Uh, so he says oh he was editorializing on uh, like he was uh yeah like speaking in the third person (laughs) oh okay because she's like like, did he bring a third character into this sentence yeah she's upset and he goes I meant that as a compliment in reaction to her being upset, and then adds, or so he thought. I meant that as a compliment, he said to them, as <laughs> yeah. they said, he thought so. It's weird. Um, then he goes and he sits down with the dad and, and asks <laughs> if there's anything interesting in the world today. For some reason, that's how he starts his conversation with the dad. Uh, and then uh, the dad says that Dylan can dial direct to his mom in Hawaii if he needs to talk to her. And Dylan's like, whoa, man, I'll take care of it. It's my life. 
I'm like, all right, he's just trying to help, man. Yeah, yeah seriously, and let you live in his house rent-free. Yeah. yeah, and uh, Brandon's now iron- ironing his tie to get ready for the Wienerblatt uh, all-night poker party, and Dylan's not happy. <laughs> How did they miss calling it the Wiener Blast? <laughs> yeah, Wienerblatt, Wienerblast. It's going to be a Wienerblast. <laughs> um, Dylan's not happy about not being invited, and uh, Brandon says... He's not he, invited? Yeah. Why? Well, he just, like, thanks for the invite because he's talking about it. Who didn't invite him? Brandon, I guess didn't invite him he's just like brandon's getting ready for this thing and dylan's like thanks oh, okay. for the invite right because he didn't say anything about but that. i thought he was addicted to gambling exactly so, yeah. and that's when brandon says like yeah well the adrenaline and blood are gonna be pumping tonight <laughs> <laughs> Which out is- of one place in particular <laughs> yeah <laughs> my dick's gonna bleed all over that part but dylan's like nah i might just stay here and read now we cut to Steve walking around the games room in the dark, and there's like this Pink Panther esque music, like you know when there's music and yeah, it's yeah. like one note off, yeah, because they yeah. can't use it, they don't want to pay sure. for it, yeah. And so it's Steve hears a knock and goes over the door, and he's like, "What's the password?" or something, and they go, or no, he just goes over the door and he goes, "Meow," and then the person <laughs> on the other side of the door goes, "Meow," and he's like, "All right, that's the person." That was like their <laughs> password was to meow at each other. Oh my what? god! So seriously, yeah, these assholes know how to party. Everyone, oh sh- everyone shows up and uh, they do like a. They're all dressed up and they're they, when they open the doors, they do like a dance walk in. They're like, "We're here!" It's so stupid. Meow, 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 meow. Hey, you guys ready for the candy party? Yeah. <laughs> Get your dicks out. <laughs> We're going to get them scratched by cats. Um, but uh, Brenda and Donna are there. So they're like, and, and they're all dressed up like they were trying to say earlier. We dressed to the nines or whatever, but they're wearing the worst clothes ever. Like they trying to be like to the sixes top. Yeah. Trying to be like, like, you know, like old style flappers and like, oh, you know, like the. Uh, oh, like, like, a, like a prohibition era. Oh, party. yeah. Prohibition yeah. era party. But David yeah. Silver has a bright yellow blazer on it with bedazzled music notes. <laughs> Uh, yes, he does. Yeah, <laughs> right. and then Brandon's really upset because he's like, "Man, he finally gets to hang out with them." Yeah, that's what he wears. Brandon's like, "There's no fresh babes here," and Steve's like, "We got babes." And he's like, "One of them's my sister," and then the other one's Donna. I know who Donna is, or something. He's like, "I'm friends with her. I want fresh babes." Yeah, yeah. <laughs> these babes are day old. Yeah, I don't, don't want to waste all this blood on these <laughs> day old babes. Come on. Um, and then so they all have cigars, but David won't light his because he's like, it'll stunt my growth. And Steve goes, too what? late. <laughs> and then Brandon. Off cigars? Uh, yeah, apparently. Okay. I feel like there was an era where everything stunted your growth. Fair Don't enough. drink. It'll stunt your growth. Yeah. Don't smoke. It'll stunt your growth. Yeah. Don't stunt your growth. It'll stunt your growth. <laughs> <laughs> Don't stunt your growth. You'll get very tall. Yeah. So David won't do that. Steve says too late. And then Brandon asks to play Anaconda and the dealer guys like the 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 guy who like sets up the Wiener Blatt party style party's like, no way, man. And then Dylan shows up, and he's like, deal me in. And then it's like, oh shit, ah, got real, got real, real. I don't play poker. It was Anaconda. A thing? No idea. I don't know anything. Anybody about know poker. anything about that? Don't no. know. Somebody tell me on yeah. Twitter. Or Listeners, something. email us. <laughs> Info at modernspeaker.com. I've heard of Texas Hold'em. That's yeah. Just, just tell us that it's a thing. Don't bother so, explaining what it yeah. is because we don't care. Yeah, I just want to <laughs> know if it's a popular thing. Yeah. So now it's Dylan versus David, high stakes. So they're like, rate $50 to raise. You you raise me $50. Yeah, well, I raise you $75, etc. It's getting bigger and bigger. Oh my Dylan God. stands. David gets three cards. Dylan throws in 50 to more dollars. David raises $50. It's getting real. Uh, David then asks to get spotted 50 bucks uh, from Steve. Sorry, Dylan asks to get spotted. He's like, hey, man, spot me 50, man. So then it brings the pot to 400 bucks. David has one ace and four twos. 
and uh, he takes it. And Dylan's like, damn, full boat, and I take a dive. So uh, Dylan takes off after that. He's really upset. Mm-hmm. He's like, I got to unwind with a sauna upstairs, man. Why don't you guys take off? I'll let myself out later. <laughs> and then they were like, what do you mean? Like, you're not going to come leave with us? And he's like, I don't need the Walsh's to look after me, man. I'll lock up. And so okay. Clearly he does. He just got his last $275, mm-hmm. and then he fucking gambled it away. Yep. Yeah. Um, so now the next day, the boss asks Steve, like, man, did you have a poker game here last night? Steve's like, no way. I was with Brandon all night. And uh, then the boss is like, yeah, we'll come check it out. There's no TV or stereo in the poker room anymore. Stolen. Awesome. Oh, man. Yeah. So the now the boss is, like, upset because he's like, the cops are going to come, man. They don't know that I have this, like, prior where I fell asleep when my friends were in a car. I fell asleep in a car with my friends, and they went and broke and entered into a house, and I got charged for it even though I was sleeping in the car while they did it. <laughs> what? <laughs> the, <laughs> the boss, and he's like, they're going to think that I did it because I had, like this prior where I slept in a car while my friends were breaking and entering <laughs> They're houses. I think I have this poker party because I was asleep. Yeah. And the cops know that when I'm asleep, I rob things. Yeah. So they're like, there's no sign of, so there, this is how like deep this, this episode gets into like trying to be, make it about like a real crime. They're like, there's no sign of forced entry. So it's an inside job ergo. Uh, yeah. So this guy has a prior of sleeping in cars while his friends break into houses. <laughs> ergo, he did it. Yeah. Is what he's worried about. Yeah. Um, so Brandon then is like, well, I got to go admit, you know, what happened. And Steve's like, don't do it, man. I'll go down with you. That's going to be crazy. And he does it anyway. And then they end up uh, interviewing all the kids about the cops. Uh, sorry. They, the cops interview the kids. They're like, well, now we have to ask everyone that was there about what happened. Um, and Dylan's not there for some reason. So uh, that's when they realize, like, oh, yeah, Dylan left later than I. But Brandon's like, he's my friend, though. He wouldn't steal anything. And uh, so then Brandon asks Dylan about the burglary and uh, says that uh, the cops are probably going to need to get in touch with you, Dylan. And Dylan mm-hmm. goes, eh, I guess I'll get around to it. It's like, well, no, you probably will get around yeah, to it. It's a fucking it's crime. Yeah. yeah. Um, so now Brandon's cleaning up around the room and finds a plane ticket to Hawaii. Paid for. Ticket was purchased today. And uh, Brandon's like, today you lost all his money last night. And they're kind of slowly putting it together. But Brenda's upset, like, saying, how can you assume Dylan did this? Maybe he didn't. Right. And he's like, well, all signs point to my dick friend who uses up shampoo and yeah, shit. Yeah. stealing this. Uh, yeah, come watch me shower. I need to think. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So then the police show up. I also up. need some pointers. The police show up and watch them all shower. <laughs> <laughs> no, the police show up and they're like, we're bringing in Dylan for questioning because we saw him driving around in his car with a tarp over a bunch of TVs and stereos. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, holy shit. <clears throat> um, Sweet plot point. Yeah. So then they eventually let Dylan go for some reason, and Brandon's mad because Dylan's taking a really long shower now. He's back at home, and he's yelling about, there's a water drought, and you used up all my shampoo. And Dylan's like, why are you so mad at me, man? This isn't about showering and shampoos, I don't think. Um, <laughs> but uh, so then Brandon says that he thinks he uh, did the burglary, uh, and, and, and he says that it, the, the stuff in my car was from my storage locker. Man, I go pick up things day after day one by one to stay afloat you know how that feels man selling off your life piece by piece and brandon's like i don't know man i still think you did it i think so he said he's gonna go see his mother in hawaii dylan and that he called his mom and she bought the plane tickets that's how he could afford them 
Um, so now we cut to the uh, the beach, the beach house, uh, the club, and David David Silver goes up to Donna and says, "Hey, little lady, can I buy you a snack?" <laughs> and I don't know why he said that. Man, that that jacket really affects the way he talks. And uh, I don't think anything comes of that. She's uh-huh. like, "You're weird." Um, uh-huh. So then Brandon Brandon goes and sees the boss watching TV, and he wants to talk to him. And uh, he says, uh, they're, they're talking like, well, what do you think? Like, are you upset about all this? And Brandon, uh, about like, should, am I fired because I let all these people in to play poker? And he's like, you still have a job, but I'm upset. But it's somewhere inside, there's a decent, somewhere inside of you, there's a decent kid. Maybe I'll pry him out by the end of the summer. Which gross. I thought was gross. Uh, yeah. <laughs> and then he's also. Maybe that decent kid will bleed out of your yeah. dick. <laughs> then he's like, also, the beach club up the road got knocked out. And guess who did it? Dylan. The, uh, D- Dylan. <laughs> and it was your friend Dylan. He's going away for a long time. No, they're like, guess who did it? Seashell Laundry Service. Those guys that come around and pick up all the towels broken and they got caught at the, at the other one. So, yeah. Yeah. so that's solved. Oh. Was it Dylan? How well, did thank Dylan God. afford the plane ticket? I know. Well, he the mom paid for the it. Mom. The mom. Oh, I, yeah. I, I yeah. wasn't listening. No. Oh, trust me. <laughs> yeah, trust me. The mom paid for it. Gotcha. Totally fine. Dylan right. goes to say goodbye to Brenda because he's going to Hawaii, and he says, uh, stay out of the sun. <laughs> Oh, because she got a sunburn. sunburn. Yeah. So then right. he goes to Brandon, and uh, Brandon's like, "Sorry, man, I should have had more faith in you." And Dylan says, "We're all past it. You know, they're chill about it." And Brandon's like, "Well, you know what? I got you a going away present." He pulls out a bottle of shampoo, and then Dylan's like, "That's funny because I got you now something." Now drink it. <laughs> <laughs> Dylan, you son pulled, of a bitch. Yeah. Dylan goes, "Well, you know what? I got you something," and pulls out the same shampoo, but his has a red bow on it, and they go, "Ah, <laughs> the end." <laughs> <laughs> Let's go take a shower. Yeah. Let's hit the showers. Is your dick still bleeding? Because I got a shower. <laughs> shower race. Yeah. And that's the end. Yeah. <laughs> oh, man. The end. Oh, amazing. Of Anaconda. Holy no crap. snakes, unfortunately, but there were a lot of references to wiener blood. Yep. <laughs> yep. Oh, my God. Which can happen if you're around snakes. Yeah. Um, yeah, all right. Yeah. So not too much uh, in terms of long form uh, story, you know, no, arcs. No. You well, know, we're in like the su- the bonus summer episode chunk, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, so yeah, we'll, we'll get to it. All right. Casey's next Casey's week. Next. Yeah, yeah, you're yeah, gonna have yeah. to go download a torrent or something or watch yep. it on YouTube. Yeah, yeah. where <laughs> are the kids gonna bleed out of this week? Yeah. <laughs> well, I looked ahead, and the next episode is called uh, Nose Blood. So, oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Oh, the one really? after, yeah, the one after that's armpit blood. How so, do you yeah. start with the dick? I mean, yeah. there's nowhere to go from that. Yeah, yeah. yeah well, you got to bleed from your peach pit eventually. Yeah. <laughs> 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 um, <laughs> That made me not feel well. Uh, why don't we get into some goddamn uh, uh, TV Dad Cage Thank you. Now. Yeah, let's do it. We uh, got the band Some all set things. up. Play the damn theme yeah. song. Song. Guys, I'm mm-hmm. beginning to think that it's not a real band at all, that it's a recording. 
You shut your mouth. Yeah, Sorry. Now drink this <laughs> bottle of shampoo. Yeah. <laughs> I was thinking about maybe trying to get a um, down to you gag in there from that movie with the shampoo. Uh, oh, yeah. Side, right. But right. Yeah, I couldn't figure out. <laughs> so much energy. Yeah. yeah. So uh, movie. All we're right. pitting two TV dads in a fight to the death in Thunderbone. Yeah. Who's fighting yeah. this week? Two dads enter. <coughs> One, One dad, dad leaves. First dad is Michael Bluth yeah. from Arrested Development as portrayed by uh, Jason, Jason Bateman. Bateman. Uh, he is going up against Coach Fox. Coach Hayden T. Fox. From Coach Craig T. Nelson. All right. So. I called him Hayden T. Fox. <laughs> and I assume that that's that the, the T carries over. Yeah. I think it does. Yeah. All right. So Craig. let's see what weapons they have inside of Thunderdome. Michael Bluth got a two. Let's see what whistle. That's a bat with nails in it. Uh, Coach Fox. Three uh, spear with a blade on the end. Uh, All right. <clears throat> All right. Then. What did okay. Bluth get? Huh? Bluth got bat with nails. Okay. And T. Nelson. Uh, <laughs> T. Nelson Pinkett Smith got uh, spear uh, with a blade. Okay. Yeah. <clears throat> okay. So uh, they've been here before. Michael Bluth, the. Uh, well, what can we say, really? <laughs> Nothing. The Nothing end. at all. Um, <laughs> We've all watched. We're show. done. Yeah, he's uh, always trying to keep it together, right. With his family, yes. Not, uh, not, not good at fighting. No, when he fights, bad Job at confrontation. In that episode, he's really bad at fighting. Yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah. Not as good at the boy fights. No. <laughs> good job. Uh, Coach Fox is athletic. Was a football player. Is aggressive. He's Great a, at balancing footballs on his shoulder. Really good at it. Yeah. While yeah. smiling this at you. Photo. Hand on hip. Yes. Really nice. Uh, he'll wear the hell out of some blue jeans, apparently, too. Yeah. It's like, yeah. Uh, yeah. Okay. Definitely. Definitely the, more the physical, aggressive. Uh, and. Advantage goes to Coach Fox. Absolutely. No question. Oh, yeah. and he's you know a big what? guy. Yeah. The, in, on, in terms of sort of how these people are going to react from each other, you know. Yeah. Bluth doesn't like confrontation, doesn't like fighting. No. Doesn't like, I, I don't feel like he was a sports guy in no. school, was probably the kind of guy that got beat up on yeah. by sports guys. He's probably, and he's closer in relation to uh, the, 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 the simpy guy who ends up dating Coach's daughter yeah. than yeah. the football players that he really gets behind, he gets fired up by. So he is coach, just, coach hates that guy. He hates him so much. Yeah. Yeah. Kill him if he could. Yeah. And now he can't. Yeah. Uh, so I think he is ready to kill Michael Bluth. But... But is Michael Bluth maybe more crafty and smart in terms of, uh-uh. you know, he's gonna try. He's that is he's gonna try and find a way to Phoenix. <laughs> yeah, uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, uh, I don't know that he's smarter uh-huh. uh, because, like, I feel like Michael Bluth has done a lot of really dumb stuff too. Whereas. Yeah. But Coach I feel Fox. like he's more aware of like I don't know. There's a there's something he's a to smart him. Guy. Yeah, I think smart. he he's always you know at least on the show he's the smartest. You know, of, yeah, of this is true. Surrounded by people, he's always trying to like seeing what's wrong with what's going on and being yeah. like, oh god, I got to fix this. Right. You know what I mean? I feel like there's an element of that that could help him. Right. I, yeah. But, but maybe I not. feel like Coach Fox is just going to get into it with this. Yes. Year. Yeah. Okay. He's no. got the spear. He's been here before. Ding goes so the bell. Yeah, yeah. We, we've got him basically. He's just he's seeing he's seeing his daughter's uh, idiot boyfriend, right, or yeah. husband or whatever. Yeah, yeah. And it's like, well, he's not a dad. He's not going to be in this match. I got to kill somebody who reminds me of him. Yeah, yeah. yeah I yeah. think this is his shot. So you yeah. see a little bit of red. Can't wait to do this. Can't wait to kill this guy. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so yeah, he's going to charge at Michael Bluth, who's got a bat with nails in it. Right. Yes. 
And I feel like he's going to do the, like, you know, if coach is a football being thrown at at Bluth, yeah. he's going to do the, like, ah, you know, like. Oh, he's he's going to do the old uh, George Michael uh, back to the back to whatever's being thrown at him. <laughs> yeah. I just but, think, yeah, because yeah, like, you know what? George Michael had to learn that from someone. Yeah. It's true. But I just I feel like he's the kind of guy where if something's coming at him, he doesn't know how to react. I feel like right. I think he'll put the. I the could bat see him running and swinging the bat without looking behind maybe, him. Yeah. Or, or, yeah, like just pointing it in the direction of the thing that's running at him and turning away. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And just yeah. hoping something works out. Right. Yeah, but yeah. what happens? What happens? I think he's grossly mismatched here. I feel like I feel like Coach Fox is just going to you know, run right through him. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, but you know what? That's boring. <clears throat> that's super boring. And I think as we're in round two here, uh, ding, ding, ding! Comes the I'm bringing in somebody else. Absolutely, okay. another side character has to show up and uh, interfere with this match in some kind of way. Yeah, I've decided that this side character is Alf. Oh, <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> awesome, Alf's here. Uh, to save Michael Bluth. Yeah, yeah. Let's yeah. See, he's right. just in there to uh, try and yeah okay. balance the odds. So yeah. Craig T. Nelson. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> and I feel like I kill me <laughs> and I, coach. I, I see there's you. two things. I see okay. either either coach is a fan of Alf <laughs> and drops the thing and has to go like talk to him, right. or I feel like the, the like reality of his you know like An sports alien. and and life and yeah. and yeah. family is yeah. shattered, and he's like, oh my fucking god, what alien. is it? Yeah. Uh, uh, wait, a fan of Alf the TV show, or he's a fan of Alf as a Alf person, as like Gordon Shumway? Uh, yeah, like, you're yeah. a charming. I like you know uh, what I like your style. Yeah, 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 I think. Or is he going to be weirded out as I was when you know when uh, you get the wide shots on Alf and it's just somebody walking around in the suit and he's got that weird dumpy yeah. little body. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah, that's not cool. <laughs> that is not. No man, I never cool like seeing him walk. No, really unpleasant. Yeah. Uh, anyway. All right, so Alf. So here comes Alf. Alf and Michael Bluth are going to team up against Coach Fox. Yeah, Coach Fox. I think he's going to be like, "What the hell is that?" Yeah, yeah. I got to yeah. kill it too. Yeah, and like, it, but it's it. going to distract him from Michael. I think he's going to be like, "Got to kill that thing." Yeah, must kill that. It's thing. different. Got to kill it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'll kill you later. Yeah. First, I have to kill Alf. Alf. Yeah. All Whose right. talents are what? Eating cats. Eating cats. Uh, uh, not being funny. <laughs> Kill, killing me, right? Yeah. Uh, I kill me. Yep. Uh, uh, Willie. Uh, <laughs> what? What else does he do? Uh, he's good at enabling uh, crack smoking um, <laughs> uh, prostitute fucker. <laughs> um. All right. So now he. Uh, yeah, he's not really good at anything else. No. I no. Feel like, he does. Nothing. I feel like Michael Bloop's got to be like. Thanks a lot. This is my uh. <laughs> yeah. Well, anybody, anybody who kind of come he, in, you know, he distracts him. Right. So if he's being distracted by Alf, that opens up Bluth to crack him in the he's back. Got of the a, head he's got a something. shot. Yeah. Yeah. He's got a shot. He's got okay. But I feel Coach like Bluth will go. probably fuck it up. Huh? Yeah, I think he's probably gonna. I think Coach goes over and I then think Bluth Coach... goes to like hit him over the head or something, and it like catches on the. On like the on the roof, and then he's like dangling now. Oh, the he's roof, on. Like. They're on the bouncy string, oh, right? Yeah. So yeah. maybe he gets his bat stuck in the. Is Alf also on the bouncy the bouncy straps? Hmm. 
Because I feel like he's a wild card. He's just and he enters the ring. I think he's just running around. Loose. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So maybe he can like grab Coach by the legs and like pull him into like a corner. Yeah, it. yeah. Okay, so it, so his distraction is physical. I really would like to see someone kick Alf clear across the dome. Sure. Okay, well, maybe he's trying to grab Coach's foot because they're on the bouncy things, and okay. Coach so kicks coach, him. Coach is trying to stab Alf with the spear, right? Is that what's happening? And yeah. Michael Bluth's na- bat with nails in it. He's gotten tangled up in his stuff. Yeah. yeah. Is, uh, up. He went to go hit him over the head, and it caught right. in the straps. Right. right. So he's trying desperately to get it out. So Coach kicks Alf into Bluth. Right. Oh, okay. Yeah, and he, Bluth, kicks, he kicks Alf at Bluth. Right, at, who has just Bluth. now freed his bat, and in his downward motion of freeing the bat, uh, uh, drives Alf. It, <laughs> yeah, yeah, drives a spike right through the top of Alf's head. Yeah. yeah. And he goes, ha, you kill, you me. kill me. <laughs> and, then he, and then he dies. And, and then dies. Bluth is now so upset about having just killed somebody yeah he does not know what to do no so what does he do then i think he gets uh well he's got his bat stuck inside an alien's head yeah he's got to get that out yeah i well, don't think yeah. he, or had... he could hit him with the corpse of elf that's fine yeah he could true. be swinging the corpse of Alf. i don't know elf like looks that. pretty dumpy though i think he's pretty bottom heavy i don't yeah, know if yeah yeah that, that's Bluth is not very strong so then he ends up dropping the uh the bat the bat with elf on it yeah he can't yeah. pick it back up because it's too no. heavy the bat alien craig combo. t nelson turns around now with bloodlust in his eyes oh, yeah. yeah what's he doing he's uh well let's see Bluth's only option then is hopping around on his rubber bands yeah i think in in the i think uh, Craig T. Nelson, coach, has been doing a lot of kicking, and yep. I think in the spirit of football, I think now he's going to oh. line, line himself up for a uh, a punt. Yeah, right. Oh. And he's going to swing oh, over. You think he's, you think he's going to kick? Uh, he's gonna kick, uh, kick him to death. I think I think <laughs> he's going to kick, kick his, his head, head off. off. Oh. Yeah, head I was kind of off. envisioning that myself. Fair enough. Touchdown, goal, Pew, right Cut. through the. Uh, <laughs> Good the sports, old, words, the old buddy. net. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I don't know, guys. Listen, I don't watch hockey. <laughs> yeah. Um, uh, how about okay? Just for a little bit of like sporty niceness, he does punt the head off, yeah. and then takes the spear and throws, throws it, it javelin, javelin style, javelin style. through the head, through the head, and nails it to the upper rafters of. Thunderdome. And the I crowd kinda, goes crowd wild. goes well. I kind of wanted to see the head, uh, uh, like the, the the like he kicks the head. Yeah, it's a perfect he- perfect kick. Kicks the head right into the cornballer. Oh, <laughs> cornballs the head. Fair yeah. enough. Fair enough. That's All what right. I wanted to see. But and I then don't throws know. a javelin like... into the cornballer. Right. right, and the cornballer explodes. Yeah. Yep. Pretty good. As it is wont to do. Okay. <laughs> weird. <laughs> yeah. Coach Fox, moving on. We'll have more it's, next week. It's getting weird. Yeah. 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 <clears throat> awesome. And there are a lot of uh, secondary characters out there yeah. who could make appearances yeah, totally. at any time. Yeah. All right. We'll be back with more next it's week. It's not awesome. like there's uh, rules to this thing. No. <laughs> <laughs> and frankly, I'm, there's a lot of dads. Yeah. <laughs> I'm yeah. getting exhausted with this. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Yeah. So listen in next week for more of that. Uh-huh. More um, 90210 Yeah Relay. Yeah. And uh, we got our reviews of The Guest and Yo Dracula. Mm. untold next week as well if you would like more from us please go to modernsuperior.com as i mentioned if you live in edmonton calgary or vancouver you can enter to win tickets to see an advanced screening of whiplash uh you can also go to modernsuperior.com and listen to all of our other shows there are new episodes of all of them up there drink along two turntables and a bottle of wine faculty of horror uh time bandits coming out on friday tons of stuff 
up on the site for you to listen to. Mm-hmm. Go check it out. And uh, yeah, congrats. Uh, the uh, two turntables of a bottle of wine and Faculty of Horror won little uh, pod nods from the uh, Sounds Like an Earful pod nod uh, community. We got one a couple weeks back. So yeah, congrats to them. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yep. And uh, yeah, you can follow us at SYNWPC on both Facebook and dot com and twitter.com yeah so you should do that do it do it up and yeah. uh if, as always see you next wednesday goodbye internet fuck gene fuck gene there's straight a ghost at the homie. end of uh will smith straight cash <laughs> straight homie. cash that's homie. what's going on now yeah, yeah. <laughs> i'm done with the will smith thing yeah so. fuck fuck will smith fuck fuck gene straight cash homie straight yeah. cash homie there you go see you next week internet <laughs>